Hello fellow homebrewers, JP here, and I want to introduce to you the brand new Brewbuilt X1 Conical Series available at More Beer. More Beer sells the highest standard in homebrewing equipment, and the Brewbuilt Conicals are just that. They're made from mere polished 304 stainless steel, and they come with loads of features that you and I have been looking for. They have a full 2-inch bottom dump valve, which will eliminate your clogging issues, while the sturdy base includes four reinforced legs, just like those big pro tanks do. More Beer also carries the Brewbuilt line of options and add-ons like casters, pressure kits, and even external glycol chillers. So you can find out more about the new Brewbuilt X1 Conical Unitanks by going over to morebeer.com for detailed videos on the entire line of Brewbuilt Conicals. You can trust Brewbuilt with your next fermentation, and you can trust More Beer to find the right conical for you. Brewbuilt at morebeer.com. Today's Sunday session is brought to you thanks to the fine folks at More Beer. Visit them right now at morebeer.com. Great beer is about drinkability. Doesn't matter the style. You guys are like walking beer Wikipedia. That's the first time that you've ever accepted me as a person. Or you have a fermentation in your gut. I'm Jeff propelled at all times. (laughs) How many guys do you think that you have the privilege to slap? Somebody who's never tasted a commercial example. And this is how you know everything about this beer? Please, you don't. I think that's bullshit. (laughs) I think it's bullshit, too. Wow. Are you guys going to arm wrestle? No. No. We're going to teabag fight. You heard of Junkyard Wars? Can I get another high? Now, live from the Brewing Network Studios in Northern California, this is the radio program for home brewers, craft brewers, beer lovers, and beer geeks. It's your only source for live beer radio that brings expert brewers together with... Expert drinkers, this is the radio program with a head on it. This is The Session. Hello, everybody. Welcome to The Session. I'm your host, Justin Crosley. I've been your host for a while now, it seems like. And this is a weird streak you have going. It is a weird streak, <laughs> especially when it seems like uh, we're dropping like flies around here. <laughs> I mean, Soon it'll just be Bebo. <laughs> yeah, the people will finally get what they want. <laughs> you know. Might learn something. Yeah, exactly. Uh, welcome to the session. Thanks for hanging out with us and being with us. It's me and Beardy right now. I'm sure JP will show up at some point when he's done with baby time. Um, yeah, we got a great show planned for you. Actually, it, it, really, I'm excited about this one because uh, it's a very old friend of ours. And, oh. and, and those of you who have been listening since the beginning will know, <laughs> but uh, not everybody will know. Um, who is he? Well, we're going to be talking to Swan Brewing out of Lakeland, Florida, uh, who is co-founded by our very old friend and listener, Crotch Rot. Really? Yes. Wow. Yeah. Uh, otherwise, A.K.A. Christian, I guess, is his, is his name in the world. Um, but yeah, uh, <laughs> I mean, you got to go way back. I mean, Crotcher sure. had, had was with us from from day one. Always a great guy. We're going to talk about some of those memories, I'm sure. But he he helped me. Uh, he helped the Brewing Network do our very first National Homebrewers Conference out in Florida, where oh, wow. you know we were broadcasting and we set up a booth and and he was a listener and he had some friends uh you know that were in bands or i don't know what and you know we needed audio equipment right sure 
and uh, I'm, I'm going to tell the story again. You have to forgive me, but he shows up with like the largest 1980s PA sound system you've ever seen <laughs> in your life. A wall of sound. Oh my God. Like enough to, we could have blown out all of Orlando. And back <laughs> then uh, the homebrew conference was pretty small. We're in a tiny room with okay. the other exhibitors. And I, th- the, the AHA was just meeting me as well. I'm sure that they were nervous, like look, <laughs> watching us load oh, in. And, uh, but anyhow, you know, uh, Christian's been around uh, and had, was with us just for a long time and like a lot of our early listeners um who who drop off the radar i think usually because we make them party too hard Mm. um you you know they disappear they get back to their professional life but they always come back i've seen him actually pop up in the chat room here and there oh you have yeah yeah they always come back you can't leave the nest for that long turns out he did something with his life right some of them come back in obituaries but they always come back (laughs) uh so swan brewing is on the program today and we're going to get to talk to our old friend uh, friend Christian about that. And he had always wanted to open uh, a professional brewery, so I'm excited to hear about the process. It's weird he didn't call it Crotch Rot Brewing Company. Yeah, uh, maybe he has partners, and they thought like, well, you know, this isn't this isn't 2005 Brewing Network anymore. <laughs> okay, his first mistake. I mean, I was reluctant reluctant even to use his moniker on the. I didn't know if he'd want me to, but listen, I didn't oh. make it up for it. It's one of the few negative monikers at the BN that I didn't create. <laughs> he like started his life at the BN with that name. Yeah, maybe yeah. his crotch isn't rotting anymore. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he's now like, he's Christian. He's all grown up and yeah. uh so we'll we'll see um we're going to talk to them today and that should be a lot of fun um okay i i also thought maybe i could give you just a, a little update on tasty yeah you know uh tasty uh has fallen ill as you know we talked about it on the last program and um i finally got to talk to tasty in person oh, good. um and and he wanted me to relay you know just some things to the listeners that he's he's doing okay um he he does in fact have uh cancer uh hi jp um and he the prognosis is not fantastic uh but they're going to do all of the treatment uh they're going to work on it he's not um uh dying at this moment he was out and about i i I had a beer with him as a matter of fact which was nice nice. um and um but he says he's okay and that they're they're going to do the treatment they got to do some radiation they got to do some chemo and he's he's uh remaining positive he was in good spirits we laughed a little bit together and he even said uh you know as time goes on i think he's still maybe even you know wrapping his head around the whole situation a little bit uh that he he's not opposed to you know showing up on the show, maybe doing some podcasts with us and stuff. Oh, nice, um, but obviously it's all still a little fresh for him and his family. And um, yeah, he, he you know you guys know Tasty. He, he's he's kind of a quiet guy, and he seems like a, a gruff guy sometimes, but he's pretty sensitive. Like we've seen him cry in the studio. I don't know how many times. Oh yeah, and uh, you know it's I think dogs. Yeah. right, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. live dogs, you know. yeah. <laughs> And, uh, and not that he's feeling pity for himself or anything like that, but just that uh, he, he really loves us here at the Brewing Network. Uh, I'll talk to you guys off air on that. But even on air, I can say he, he wanted me to relay to you guys how much how important this uh, the Brewing Network has been to him and all of you are to him. Yeah. Um, and so once he kind of, you know, gone through some of the treatment and gotten his head around, I think we might hear from him on the show. Um, he might pop in here and do the show with us and... Um, 
Uh, but he loves you all very much. Uh, he loves the listeners very much, and uh, he's uh, you know side the, the, hugs to you all. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the Brewing Network uh, has has you know he's been an important part of our life. I should start with that. He's been a very very important part of my life, and and uh, he expressed how important the the Brewing Network has been to him too, and that includes y- you listeners. He really. He really cares for all of you, and um, even now, you know, uh, you know, going out in public for him because he's okay. He's out and about. You know, he's he's not bedridden. Um, I saw him at Heretic. Yeah, earlier this week. And 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 this is an example of of even seeing you know folks like you. He he might not have a whole lot to say because he's still he's just wrapping his head around it. And not just that, he feels like he almost feels. You know, he he doesn't know exactly what to say, and people don't know exactly what to say to him, and and right. so he yeah. he wants to even avoid that whole awkward uh, exchange. Uh, yeah. That that doesn't mean you shouldn't go say hi to him when you see him. It doesn't mean you you shouldn't say hey, how are you doing? He he's not standoffish at all. He was just more like. Uh, you know, I, I don't really know what to put. Every, I don't want to put everybody through this. He really cares about other people a lot. He's talking about how other people feel about the whole situation more than he was talking about how he feels about it because he cares about uh, all of you in this room and 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 you listeners. So uh, don't be afraid to say hi to him if you see him. Uh, he's doing okay, and he's going to be out and about. Uh, he'll, you know, in the middle of treatment, he, there'll be some times where he's ill because of the treatment itself. Anybody who's gone through this knows that, you know, things like chemo and that. I don't know. Do a number on you. Uh, JP over here knows uh, for sure. Or you only did the radiation. Yeah, though. no, but I that's didn't. bad enough. Isn't yeah, it? well, no. The only thing I can I can relate it to is I've I've played Keno before and oh, I never really won. I never did either. Yeah, so I think it's a scam and it really does take. I gave up toll on, on it. You. I told them not to do that. It's not the the odds aren't good. No, they're not. In, no, you're in, playing the numbers. <laughs> you're like I can't I can't do this. But you know what? I get a great short stack. Yeah. while I do it. So that's you know. Yeah, you can sit there and eat your breakfast and <laughs> do Keno. That's right. Blessings. Uh, I don't know why you know. Come on, people complain about it, but <laughs> yeah. you get nourished. So I predict we're going to hear a lot from Tasty, um, and and I'll keep you up to date as I can. And uh, he just wanted you all to know he's all right, and he, and he misses everybody. And um, you know, I'll, I'll try to keep you up to date where I can. So that's our Tasty update. I told him I was mad at him now because now I'm losing the death pool. Though I think that's kind of fucked up. Like he took the one thing I was winning away. From me. Like <laughs> one I thing you're good at. I couldn't have this one yeah. thing tasty. It's funny because uh, Russ, our friend who came on uh, to do the death pool with the doctor, right? Bevo thinks this is way too soon. She can't, she can't <laughs> even handle soon. the her yeah. face. Well, like he, he, my brain just actually exploded. <laughs> like way too soon. Yeah. Like I saw the words like coming out of your mouth. And I was like, he's not going to say what I know. I mean, oh my god, yeah. he said it. We have to address yeah. the elephant in the room. Oh, for the sure. death pool. Right, yeah. <laughs> you know. um, because Tasty's not here. Right. Yeah. Uh, Russ literally texted me today asking if we're ready to do the death pool because he <laughs> oh, saw the doctor. Like, oh, no. That and might I'm be like, too soon, yeah. I didn't respond. I'm like, I, I can't. I, I don't really know what to say. I mean, in my heart, yes. Right. <laughs> it would be great. I mean, but, it would be funny if I'm still winning, though. Let's yeah. be honest. I'm assuming I've I've been knocked <laughs> off the top. Well, well, but it's it's possible I mean, I'm because not. Because he had an operation, Tasty. He's yeah. going through treatment. Right. You right. still have all your issues and you're and you're just exacerbating them. Right. <laughs> so yeah. you could still win. It's yeah. true. You could still be at the top. It's yeah. true. And if I remember correctly, didn't Tasty sit the death pool questionnaire yes. out? Yes. He did. He, he did. He, he, he did. By the way, out. not just so not everyone, because he was ill. Uh, yeah, just right. so everyone's right. clear, because a couple people have mentioned like Tasty's been losing weight over the last you know year or so, and a couple people mentioned like, oh, is it because he's been sick? That's actually not the case at all. Tasty was really just kind of losing some he was weight, just dieting, and yeah, uh, yeah and and doing better. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, yeah. 
<laughs> anyway, I don't know. I'm mad at him, you know, for, for various reasons. Maybe we can do the segment, What's Up Tasty? He just call, calls in for a couple minutes. <laughs> My white blood cell count. <laughs> and we're like, yeah! yeah! Oh, no. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Tacey's got a good sense of humor. Those of you who are going to write into feedback right now, it's feedback at thebrewingnetwork.com, by the way. Um, Everybody cringing. I don't really give a shit what you have to say. (laughs) Tacey's my dude, and if I can't fuck with him, who can? Uh, Plus, I would expect the same, you know, out of all of you. I promise you that. You will get falling apart before my eyes as well. Uh, All right. So that's that. And uh, uh, like I said, hope you see Tasty in here soon. I'll keep you up to date as we go. Uh, Just a couple of other announcements today brought to you by Drake's Brewing. Go to drinkdrakes.com and check it out. They got a lot of great beer. They're one of my favorites here in the Bay. In my fridge right now, as always. They always are. Um, I want to remind you to save the date to BNA 14. It's our 14th anniversary party. Can't believe how long it's been. Uh, That's going to be Saturday, June 29th in Providence, Rhode Island, where the closing party to Homebrew Con once again. So I hope you can make it there for that. Uh, I'm hoping to have tickets up for sale this week. I already put the Save the Date on the Homebrew Con website, if you look for the outside activities. But uh, come party with us. It's going to be a good time. We're partnered with Melvin Brewing and More Beer. We're going to be releasing the winner of our uh, Boil Rumble National Homebrew Contest that we did together with them. Somebody's going to win a brew sculpture and i think i might even have another brew sculpture to give away which is because i had mentioned this at the drunkenly at the last uh bn anniversary party at bna 13 yeah 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 that the jamil brew sculpture yes that was has been handed down to a couple of people i'm the latest and i've had it for years yeah um i think we might raffle that bad boy off to a bn listener i think it's about time right i mean i don't know what else the dust is going to collect on in your garage but exactly we'll find something yeah <laughs> we'll find something i wish it was in my garage but the side of my house it's oh, okay. uh but i talked to the more beer guys and i think they're gonna they're gonna revamp the thing get it all they're working gonna, uh, so, so let me get this straight. Just and put it another way, they gave you an expensive piece of equipment or Jamil, did, Jamil, and yeah. then you left it out in the elements yes. because mm-hmm. you knew that someone else would fix it up for you. Correct. Okay, yeah. good. <laughs> yeah. But if it was for me, I wouldn't ask of that. I would just keep no, no. because I've been brewing it on like semi broken for. Well, when I was brewing, it was it was pretty broken, and I was yeah. never like, "Oh, guy, fix it," you know. Uh, but <laughs> no. now that it's going to somebody else, you know, it's it's more the more oh, beer guys like sure. they're so professional. That's that right; they it's wouldn't a, send uh, out a piece of shit. Brewing Network pre-owned, certified pre-owned <laughs> yeah, system. Yeah, yeah. yeah. By is, the way, you could sign the creosote that's on it from just <laughs> right. being Martinez for the last few years. Uh, by the way, th- this session is brought to you by More Beer. Go to morebeer.com. dot com, check them out. They've uh, they're a proud sponsor of this program. I think they're proud anyway. Um, so the deal is, I yeah, I think we might get that bad boy um, all cleaned up and ready to give away to one cool, lucky man. winner at the BNA 14 party. So another reason to make sure you save the date and come join us there. That'd be cool. We're going to have a good time. Should we sign it? I feel like we need to Ooh. sign it or at least put a plaque on it or something. Yeah. We need to do something to yeah. it. So that's a good idea. It has a plaque now. Yeah. It's just like the Brewing Network plaque. Mm-hmm. And so maybe we could swap that out with our signatures on it and stuff like yeah. that. I'll talk to 
Graham about that. That'd be cool. Uh, yeah. That's a good idea. Yeah. But it's time for, for that, that lovely piece of machinery to go to a good Brewing Network listener home. It's true. Yeah. And you need some room on your patio. Or side of the home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, side of the room. Whatever you're going to do with it. Uh, okay. Also, another great event, uh, the Hop Grenade in Fort Collins. Uh, we're doing our first ever Colorado Beer Derby, which is Saturday, May 3rd, uh, the same day as the Kentucky Derby. And it's all you can drink and all you can eat for $45 at the Hop Grenade. That's pretty um, good, man. Plus, there's a couple things we're doing. I'm so we're Colorado. The, the Colorado Beer Derby Award, I've, I've collected uh, some of the craft beer professionals around the Fort Collins area. They're going to come in in the morning and help me judge all of the beers that we have on tap, uh, kind of like the Bistro does when they do their IPA Fest and stuff. And we're going to, it's all spring seasonal beers that we're putting on tap. We wanted to focus on some fresh spring seasonals. So we're going to give away an award to them. There's a People's Choice Award. So with your entry, you get to vote on a, on a beer. And then also, uh, every brewery is assigned a horse in the, in the Kentucky Derby and you get to sort of bet. Uh, we're not going to, we can't give you money because gambling's illegal, but you get to bet on which one wins. And if your horse wins, we're going to give you some stuff too. That's cool. Yeah. So it's going to be a lot of fun. I'm really excited about it. I will be out there. That's Saturday, May 3rd. Uh, if you're in the Fort Collins area, I hope you, you come out and join us. Uh, I mean, all you can drink and all you can eat. That's, that's I don't know how you say no to that. Yeah, exactly. So please come join us. It'll be no. a good time. <laughs> oh, that's how. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just like that. Uh, all right. You know how to support us. Do your Amazon shopping. Click the Amazon link. Uh, go and donate. Uh, click the donate button. It enters you into the More Beer Monthly donation giveaway for as little as 2 bucks, and we really appreciate you doing that. Um, don't forget to check out our new shows. Uh, you got heads and tails out there getting rave reviews from somebody. <laughs> oh, um, that's nice. From Warren. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, and the Hop and Brew School podcast, that's our newest one. Uh, people are loving it. I got some good feedback about that. It's all about hops, and it's, it's uh, highly technical, believe it or not, even though I'm the co-host. Um, I just let them do their thing and kind of facil- facilitate some great information from them. Um, so check it all out over there uh, on thebrewingnetwork.com. Tell your friends. Okay. Also, go to Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram and send your feedback to feedback at thebrewingnetwork.com. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, you can send your show ideas to feedback at thebrewingnetwork.com, too. That'll be fine. That'd be appropriate. All right. Who wants to do the Twitter game today? Is, it, is that going to be JP or Beardy? Should... Oh, well, I already sent it out, so I guess okay. I get to do it. Okay. Oh. Beardy's doing the Twitter game today. <laughs> Why do, oh. You need to tell me. <laughs> Oh, did you send it out also? Well, no, but I'm sitting here. It was about to. Um, yeah. oh, well, you were late. We didn't know. Yeah, no, I always have one. Oh, yeah. But what if you don't show up in time to do it? So I always have oh. Beardy do a backup. All right. Let's see. Let's go. So I already blew my load. Sorry. So now I'm the backup. All right. Well, Twitter game, you are. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I'm fine with it. I'm it's fine up with to it. you. Hey, man. Uh, Twitter like game is brought to you today by the 21st Amendment, our good friends over there at the 2NA. Uh, they got this new beer out called Spark Ale. It's a sparkling rosé ale. Uh, it's one of uh, it's one of their new favorites. It's essentially a hybrid between a cider and a beer, and they brew it with apple cider juice and grain based sugar, then back sweetened with peach, cranberry, and cherry juice. Is it a cider? No. But it sure tastes like one. It's oh, going to be the shit. perfect summer beer. It's also gluten reduced, uh, with less than ten parts per million of gluten. For those who are looking for a good ale or alternative to those big malty beers, it's five and a half percent, zero IBUs. Huh. Go Whoa. check out Spark Ale from the Twenty First Amendment. All right. 
Beardy. How much does this I'm so used to saying JP. Uh, what's our Twitter game today? Well, this morning got me thinking because part of my daily regimen is having three eggs for breakfast because I'm a growing boy. Okay. And Do you cook them? Are boiled they boiled already? already? Uh, uh, I you cook make, them in a pan every you make morning. Them yeah. every morning. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what's happening at the Kirkland Signature Chicken Farm. Okay. But the last over the last week, I've gotten double yolk eggs. Mm. Almost half of the time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So far, I'm ready to go Hormones. back to you, JP. <laughs> yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm surprised that the Xingbu, uh, Xingwang, uh chicken farm in China is right. uh, producing is, double that, yolk eggs. That does freak me out, too, actually. <laughs> right. And so it, it hasn't been the case. I've been do- getting my eggs from there for years now. Okay. But it's significantly worse now. I see. So... The government and the shadow people are putting all sorts of things in our water, in our meat, Obviously. and everything, clearly. So I want to know what's in our beer. Where where we go wow. one, we go all, dude. <laughs> right. Yeah. What mystery meat is in our beer? Right. What are they putting in our beer that we don't know about? Okay. Hormones. Yeah. JP's little children. Right. Ghost babies. Right. I got them. Okay. <laughs> that was a game. That, there you go. That's our turn. <laughs> All right, what weird job, stuff Warren. from yeah. the government or from, uh, what are they called? The Illuminati is Q-Anon. in our beer, yeah. basically. Okay, very good. Brought to you by the 21st Amendment. That's what happens when you show up late. <laughs> so, it's my fault. Stuck with that. Yeah. Yeah, You've been hanging out with Moscow too much. I'm just mad at you. Yeah. If you were here on time, I wouldn't have done a shitty Twitter <laughs> yeah. game. Now everyone's punished. Yeah. yeah. All right, well, I'll save mine for next time because it's pretty good. Okay. All right, let's do some feedback. Feedback's brought to you today by the Beer Law Center. Go to beerlawcenter.com. Our good friend John can take care of you and your trademark, your TTB filings. Uh, He's also just an all-around good guy. Uh, Give him a call. Don't take my word for it. He'll take care of you. All right, Dave writes in. He says, I know it's kind of meta to give feedback about feedback. (laughs) But on the Allegory Show, another Dave Not Me sent an email about women on the show and content quality. And as an aside, he shaded the Sour Hour with a bit about Moscow playing the mixing board like a child who just discovered that the cow goes moo. Which, as much as I like the Sour Hour, he says... I mean, it's true. <laughs> and my, my earbuds firmly nestled. I howled laughing and drew many a stare from just about everyone else on the bus I was riding. So kudos to the other Dave. And if I knew his shirt size, I'd send him a prize that wouldn't fit. Drink up from Dave. Oh, well, there you go. So another one who doesn't like Moscow's soundboard. Does he do the sound? I haven't even... I don't listen. I've no. sat in on like the you know beginning of a couple shows, and I never hear. Does anybody know he actually has like a soundboard? Like I, I made him stop doing on the session. Oh yeah, no, he does. It's really it's a thing. Yeah, um, he's always into sound. He'll, he'll record. Um, like Jay did something where he like played the air guitar with whatever okay he recorded that and now it's like a sick it's a thing yeah when i met moscow years ago back on the when we were doing the fm show and he started as a producer he's like i want to do a soundboard and i was like "Mm, i don't like them (laughs) but i'm a nice guy at first so i'm like (laughs) let's try it and then after a little while I fired him from the soundboard. Right. I was like, you can remain being the producer, but I can't handle the soundboard. Like, it, it takes a certain, like, it's because he's like old school radio, right? Like, that's what they used to do. But it really takes, like, a mastery, like a professional well, to get, you to need get to the have, timing. Yeah, yes. Mm-hmm. You're right. It, it, it takes, 
it takes timing to yeah. figure out where it is yeah. and to have it all preloaded. Yeah, you yeah, can just yeah. hit the button. Yeah. Uh, and, and then the volume matters, like yeah. what you play. So I fired him from that. Then he then he comes over to the session, you know, as a producer here, and he wants to try it again. And I, because I'm nice in the beginning. Well, <laughs> I'm like, all right, let's try it again. And then sure enough, I fired him from that too. So Man, I vividly like, remember when he got fired from the soundboard like on air. Like, oh, I did have it on air. Oh, he yeah. looked like you kicked him in the face. Oh, crushed his spirit. <laughs> you crushed his heart. It was like one too many things stomping over me, and I, yeah. I probably just lost it. But Jay just lets the guy do whatever, man. I don't know. So yeah, I, yeah, Jay's kind of chill, yeah. but it doesn't mean that it's good. You know, okay. Well, Jay, if you're listening, that's two votes in two weeks against the soundboard. Just think, something to think about. It's, it's bizarre to me how weirdly similar Jay and Scott are. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But it's very just, it's but just, different, but very similar. It's just in, it's not just an old school way of doing radio. It's, it's, it's that. But if you're going to do it, you've got to be great gotta, yeah. because it, it's an old school way of doing it. Right. All timing. Even yeah. if you were good, <laughs> you're fine. Yeah. But I've nev- I don't know if we've ever had anybody write in and say, you know what I really enjoy is the soundboard. <laughs> right. I still can't get over it. It takes an hour and a half to record an hour hours worth of radio. That alone should tell you that something's not working. Yeah. And let's, you know, let's go. And bit. see, right now it would be a perfect time for you to play a shotgun blast off of a soundboard. Right, right, right. <laughs> and so, yeah, now there were times, like in the early days of this show, we did it too, but it was less of a soundboard and more of like a Every now and then we would do these things like when I wanted to shoot myself because then I could time it because I'm yeah. the one hitting it. So if right. I want to mm-hmm. shoot myself, I'm the host. And, and even then we got good feedback about it from our listeners. It's like the use of emojis. Yeah. Like there's an appropriate amount and then there's an excessive <laughs> Is amount. there? Yeah. Uh, obviously. <laughs> the only one I kind of miss and maybe just because it's been years is the tasty, yep, 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 yeah, yep, yep, that, yep. that was a good one. Yeah. <laughs> and and easy to place, too, because you also have to pick the sounds wisely, because that one could either have been tasty saying it, yeah. or the recording saying it, and <laughs> right. it was hard to know the difference, unless you were a really savvy, like, long-time listener. Then. Sure. Uh, but again, like, that had to do with, like, volume like and dynamics, because you could throw that in, and it just, you could go right over top of me with that. Yeah. And it just sounded like Tasty was back there saying, yep, 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 <laughs> you know. Anyway, thanks for the feedback, Dave. There you go. Jay, if you're listening, I don't know. Take it or leave it. Um, okay. Here's another one. I don't know who it's from. It sounds very familiar. Oh, did I not put a name? Sorry about that. Oh, oh it's, I guess, the guy who sent us news before, probably about the Colorado, uh, the, the Odell's beer, I'm guessing. Okay. Because he's... He's all hyped up on sending us news, basically. Uh, hey, guys, it seems like I have no- more news for you. I might as well just drop bombshells of news to you all the time, because it's kind of fun. Mm, bombshells. Watch out, everybody. <laughs> oh, get your helmets on. Yeah, let's get in the bunker. <laughs> he says, uh, if you haven't heard, Founders Brewery just bought the remaining stakes in Avery Brewing. Yep. What? I wish we had a soundboard with like a bomb yeah. dropping. Like, <laughs> that would be amazing, wouldn't yeah. it? Uh, that's, only... like, that's, that's like more twisted than the Joker. That's just twisted news. <laughs> oh, man. I got this story in my head that I can't tell. I got I to yeah. tell you guys oh, off the sounds air. Sounds great. It, it was about somebody doing a bomb sound on one of our shows with their mouth, and I was editing it, and it drove me insane. Oh. oh. 
Listen to all of our shows, and you'll know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Every single show that we do on the Brewing Network. All right. Anyway, somebody bought the remaining stakes in Avery. Our founders did, uh, based out of Boulder, Colorado. Um, Mayhu, I guess, is the company. Already owned... Should I just read his sentence structure? Yeah. <laughs> with, with Mayhu already own in a 30% stake in the company... Is it his structure? Oh, okay. So I'm guessing he means whoever that company is already owns a 30% stake. Yeah, it, yeah. it seems that Avery and Founders Brewery have come to terms with the sale of the 70% stake left to own. Wow. I don't know. Whatever. I'm somewhat curious on your take on this. I'm not personally upset. I think like Oscar Blues and its subsidiaries, it will continue to stay independent when it comes to brewing and will not be controlled when it comes to new ideas. Avery will, uh, however, or also, I think he's saying, be brewing Founders All Day IPA in, Co- in Colorado now, uh, making one of their staples just a little bit more accessible. Thanks for listening. Suck with JP. Shut the hell up, Beardy. And Bevo needs to get a raise to get her triple wide. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't really care anymore. I don't know. It's. Yeah. I do like if. I don't, I don't know who the fuck Mayhu is. So if it's one of these like uh, partnerships of like several craft breweries joining together to do all the thing, I'm better with that. That I think it's cool yeah. than I am, you know, like Anheuser Busch buying them up. Although I don't really care about that either. But. Um, uh, Mayhu San Miguel. Oh, oh! So it so is a big, big, yeah, yeah. It's a big one. So yeah. they're officially. I mean, Founders hasn't been craft for a while, but apparently Avery is now officially not craft either. Oh, okay. So got there it. There you go. Good for Adam Avery, dude. That guy was already rolling in it, as far yeah. as I could tell. I'm sure he's doing great now. Yeah. Um, you know what? I love all day IPA. By the way, that's a good beer. So if you're getting it brewed closer to you when they're brewing it in Colorado, I think that that's a good thing. And yeah, I don't. There's not a whole lot of opinions left to be stated about these buyout things. It's just happening. Yeah. yeah either you know. you're you're craft or you're not. I guess that's the line, right? right I don't yeah. know. Maybe maybe not. Maybe that's the only opinion I think to have. Like yeah. good or bad doesn't matter. Do you support craft or do you not care? Then that's the only opinion I think. Right. Is left, I right? support craft and I yeah. don't care. Oh. Oh, no. I don't think you can do both. I think so. No, I don't, oh, no, you totally can. Yeah. yeah. I don't think you can. Why? I don't He's give doing a crap. I'm, yeah. I've been doing it. I don't think you should. <laughs> that, I guess. Stop. I don't know. It just seems like you can't have your cake and eat it, too, right? That's my whole life. I've always wanted to just have my cake and eat it. I know, and you can't. You know? <laughs> it works half the time. Yeah, well, all right. It's worked for 40-something uh, years. In Ma- other words, like, I love to support the 21st Amendment and Drake's and, like, Maui, like, that. you know, those yeah, yeah. beers are in my fridge all the time. But if uh, a Founders All Day IPA comes across my path, I'm going to drink that, too. I love sure. It. Yeah, well, so then you don't care. <laughs> but you do support craft. But I do support craft. Oh. No. That's not how no. Uh, <laughs> Mammoth just bought Great Lakes, was Great it? Basin. Great Basin in yes. Nevada. But that's a merger kind Mammoth. of situation. Mammoth. Yeah, Mammoth. They, Mammoth. F- no offense, but how can Mammoth buy anybody? Are they that uh, big? I don't they, know. They're about half the size. So By the way, I, think it I might love be a, the people at Mammoth, friends yeah, 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 of mine, yeah. but Brown I had Ale. no idea that they were the size that they could go buy an out brewery. Neither that, did I. That just happened, yeah. I think, today or yesterday. Very for, recently, yeah. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Good yeah. for them. I'm gonna, hang on, I'm going to send think, them a sponsorship email right now. <laughs> <laughs> it it might have been easier than opening up a new facility for them mm. if they knew that Great Basin, because Great Basin has been around since the early 90s. Yeah, yeah. And they so were I think like they might have wanted an exit strategy. But also, I, I mean, I so they're buying a facility, what, three hours away? Oh, <laughs> it's very close. Yeah. Large production facility, maybe. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. God bless everybody. Yeah. Okay. And Nikasi just sold, too, recently. Yep, that's true. I did not know that you at all. Know. Oh, yeah, Nikasi just sold. Yeah. To who? 
I think it, it's actually a large uh, kind of equity conglomerate, private equity. Or, yeah. That's real, mainly legacy in, breweries. They mainly do in real estate, but they're kind of starting their portfolio with Ninkasi and maybe one other brewery. That one surprises me a little bit. Yeah, I was kind of surprised too. But I'll call Jamie right now. I wish our phone still worked. I'd get them on the air right now. <laughs> Send them an ad package also. <laughs> I shut them off. <laughs> shut them off a while ago. Uh, okay. I mean, I guess I'm not incredibly surprised, but uh, interesting. Yeah, I haven't heard a ton of blowback on that one, but I was kind of expecting it. And so okay. maybe it's happening and I'm just not paying attention to social media enough, right. which is likely. Which I don't, yeah, maybe that's why I'm out of loop. Boy, they're, they are dropping like flies. Maybe JB's right. Maybe I can't do both. I don't know. You can't know. do both. I don't think you can. Well, but how am I going to be friends with my people at Nikasi now? You can be friends, but... I can't support them? No. What kind of friend is that? It's, it's like uh, being friends with you. It's pretty good. Yeah, <laughs> they're, they're millionaires to now. It. Yeah, they're millionaires now. They don't need your support. Well, I mean, like right. you know, like not selling out to San Miguel or whatever. Like the big, uh, you know, yeah, yeah. He, you know, he bought got they got bought by Legacy Breweries Incorporated, which you can't find any information online anywhere. That's fine. Yeah, it is. But like, yeah, but if you sell to like Anheuser Busch, people who like try to go and, and limit the amount of choices that you have, yeah, that's yeah. not okay. So okay. You can't be friends with those people. I'll make you a list. Make me a list. Of who you can be friends with, okay. who you can't. That helps. All right. I'm good with that. All right. And then finally, um, I don't know, BR writes in uh, about having Moonlight back on the show. He says, I have both shows with Brian Hunt from 2005 and uh, 2010 permanently saved and re-listened to them often. I could listen to that man talk about beer all day. I remember some great conversations with him at Mammoth Blues Palooza, as a matter of fact, um, uh, about foraging ingredients for beer. He once ran off into the woods and brought back some pine needle tips to pair with his working for tips beer. Uh, pretty sure he's my spirit animal. So I would love to hear him back in the session. Especially since his partnership with Lagunitas. Been listening for years, love all the shows on the BN, even the Sour Hour, dot, 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 sometimes, dot, 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 Moscow. I guess they needed that email also. <laughs> so that's three, Jay, that's three. <laughs> Just putting it out there. Uh, heads and tails is rad. JP is a great host. Oh. Um, nice. Cool. I'm glad he's a great host. Yeah. <laughs> P.S. Tasty's in my thoughts. Hop. The best for that guy. Yeah, I hope best. that was a typo. I mean, no, I hope it was a beer pun. I really do. <laughs> this guy's like, man, I'm going to be so clever. Yeah. Like the you know BFE over here in Idaho. Oh, God. <laughs> where I never see another person for six weeks out of the year. Been hopping for you, Tasty. <laughs> hope you're having a hopping good time. <laughs> oh, my God. Pops and prayers. Do pun, are puns in death okay? Like, that doesn't seem all right. Pitching you the best hmm. ideas. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what yeah. either. Uh, I don't know. Leave, leave puns out of cancer. <laughs> I don't know. That's where you're taking your stand. Yeah. Um, why am I defending cancer? <laughs> anyway, why, why is that? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> death pool jokes are fine. Yeah. But no puns in cancer. That's about, right. But instead of cancer, it's mancer, and it's only for men. <laughs> Mm. It mostly they, that, is. They have that. Prostate Shit. cancer. Shit. Yeah. It's mancer. Yeah. I thought it was misogyny. Oh. I heard that we'll all get it. If, if we were to live long enough, every man would die of prostate cancer. It's a time bomb. Wow. You ever hear that? No, yeah. I never heard I, mean, yeah. I guess not die of it because now you can kind of cure it. But sure, that sure. it's 
if you were to live long enough, yeah. some doctors listening right now is like, Justin, another fucking idiot comment from you. <laughs> I've read somewhere on the internet at mm-hmm. some point in time somewhere yeah. that eventually, yeah, we'd all get prostate cancer if you lived long enough. Yeah. Huh. I've heard that rumor also. Okay, I, great. Yeah. Interestingly Ver- enough. Verified. <laughs> right. yeah. Now it's fact. Fuck, we are living in a Facebook matrix right now. <laughs> right. Uh, I read an interesting thing on Twitter where, uh, you know, um, if you live long enough, oxygen will kill you. <laughs> Oxygen kills you. Now you're just fucking with we're, me. We're to- oxygen is toxic, and it takes just 90 years or 40 years, whatever. You're making this us. up. No. Everything in moderation, I guess. I mean, it was a, you know, it was on Twitter, so we're going to do Yeah. Just so you know. Is all that in 140 characters or whatever it is? Yeah. Oxygen, I guess it doesn't take much long to say. Yeah. <laughs> it's, pretty, it's pretty short and yeah. concise. Did you retweet it? Uh, no. And you're like, see? Yeah. I told you we're all dying. <laughs> That's right. I'm huffing on my <laughs> nitrogen tank. Yeah. Uh, all right, that's all for feedback today. Thanks to everybody for writing in. We appreciate that very much. You can send your feedback to feedback at thebrewingnetwork.com, and we love to hear from you, mostly. mostly. We love to hear from most of you, but you should send it anyway, even if we don't love to hear from you. Let's put it this way. It's better than hearing from fucking Beardy. That's true. So you should always write it. <laughs> I've got three emails in my queue ready to send a feedback right now. <laughs> it's like the Damn, only way Beardy gets a word in. <laughs> uh, By the way, that would explain a lot about the weird sentence structure and spelling errors. <laughs> right. That's true. All right. We're going to take a little break. And then, like I said, we've got Swan Brewing on the line with us. I'm excited to talk to our old friend, Christian... Christian. Hood. I got I got uh, I did I knew, already. I'd I knew already, this was going to happen. On the way here, I, I this conversation <laughs> played out in my head. I kn- I knew it. Okay, I already said his <laughs> moniker at the beginning of the show, but yeah. I I'll leave it now until he lets me know. Imagine I just refer to him as his moniker for the uh, the whole show. I feel like he has poor enough judgment that he'll allow that. I'm going to have to correct him and be like, "Listen, there is some marketing value to being on the BN." I can direct you to numerous Facebook messages that he and I have exchanged okay. in the last three weeks regarding his naming scheme. Oh. He hasn't learned a lesson. <laughs> Not a oh. No, it's he's the same dude but just with a bigger checkbook. Perfect. Yeah. Still rotten. And I which I enjoy. Florida man. Florida man. <laughs> <laughs> All right. When we come back, Swan Brewing, hang in there. Do you the most important rules in brewing? Sanitation, sanitation, and sanitation. And no one does it better than Five Star Chemicals. Five Star knows sanitation. You can only sanitize clean equipment. And Five Star knows how to clean, too. For craft brewers and home brewers, Five Star has what you need to keep your fermenters, serving tanks, kegs and draft lines sparkling and free of any beer-spoiling bacteria. PBW, caustic, acid cleaners, star sand, Santa clean, lubricants and defoamers, pH stabilizers, and more. Five Star Chemicals has cleaning supplies, safety supplies, heat exchangers, pumps, hoses, and valves. And Five Star is proud to offer eco-friendly products that exceed customer expectations. If you have a cleaning problem, you need the Five Star Solution. Visit fivestarchemicals.com or call 800-782-7019. 800-782-7019 and get the Five Star treatment today. Hey, this is Brendan from Central Coast Brewing. You're listening to the session on the Brewing 
Yeah, thanks for hanging out with us. And thanks to our wonderful sponsor, White Labs. Have you visited the vault for homebrewers recently? It's White Labs' collection of specialty, one-of-a-kind strains where you'll be able to pre-order and decide which strains are, re- are released to homebrewers. All you have to do is go to whitelabs.com slash the vault and place a pre-order on the strain you'd like to use. Once it reaches 150 orders, White Labs will release the yeast and ship it directly to your doorstep. And there's good news for pro-brewers, too. If you want to access any of the vault strains for your next brew day, just place a minimum order of one and a half liters through yeastman.com or by contacting a customer service representative and you'll get access to their unique specialty strains too. And thanks for White, to White Labs for being with us for all these years. Just like our next guest has been with us for all these years, although he, he vanished and then he came back. I, I'm telling you, <laughs> they always, they always come back. They can't they stay really away. Do. Christian, are you there, buddy? I'm here. How are you, buddy? Oh, my God. It's good to hear your voice. <laughs> it's wonderful to hear yours as well. Well, I hear yours all the time. We listen to it in the brew house. Oh, cool. I'm so glad you still listen. Swan Brewing, ladies and gentlemen, out of Lakeland, Florida. And so, Christian, I, I don't know if you heard, but I, I, don't, I don't even want to call you anymore. You know, no, whatever you choose, it's all good. <laughs> all right, I'm going to do this. I, I've been called worse, no matter what it is. <laughs> <laughs> I've been called worse by better people than you, so I'm fine with it. Well, I'm going to slip up from time to time, but I'm going to do this for you because you're a professional now, and right. I sometimes I think of myself as a professional. So we're going to try to stick with Christian. But if you didn't listen okay. to the beginning of the show, uh, we used to know Christian back in the early days, and I, by early days, I mean like I should say the early day like oh, yeah, the yeah. day like i think i was speaking with uh, with christian online before we launched our first show ever um and back then he went by the moniker crotch rot that's right so i instantly yeah. liked him obviously uh i could always tell you were my kind of people crotch right yeah. was crotch for short <laughs> crotch you really crotch. just stuck yeah, yeah. to crotch with a k <laughs> yeah because you got to be different yeah yeah Christian, do you, so I was saying at the beginning of the show, and of course, we're, I'm going to promote the brewery, so don't worry. Just hang tight. <laughs> That's all good. <laughs> we'll but, get to it. Do you remember, you must, uh, the, our very first uh, homebrew con. And JP, you were there. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, it was our first, uh, it was called the National Homebrews Conference back then. It was the first time the BN was attending. So this had to be 2006. Mm-hmm. And I had just said to them, hey, I'll stream your awards ceremony for you. Um, I think I, I didn't even stream it. I think I recorded the fucking thing. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, but, you know, no, just, you streamed it live. Oh, you I did? Oh, look at me go. See, I was ahead of my time. Um, and I was like, just give me a booth and we'll do shows and everything. But I had no idea how to do that. And yeah. and, and Crotch is like, uh, sorry, Christian, uh, was like, I got you. I got you. And Christian, you yeah. showed up with like the biggest 80s hair metal PA system I've ever seen in my life. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You had like Morbid Angels uh, PA system, you know, out of yeah. uh, basement in Brandon, Florida. It was amazing. And I'm looking at the thing going holy shit like but i know it doesn't matter what the size of the, you know the size doesn't matter jp sure yeah it's how, i, I lied to myself too it's how you fake yes. news <laughs> <laughs> it's how you use it but so i was like confident i was like wow christian this is awesome it's going to take us four hours to move in and out but yeah. i love it but i'm sure that the aha was terrified because they didn't even know me like they, sure. i hadn't even met gary glass at that point uh and then me and christian show up rolling this fucking thing in but it sounded great, dude. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And 
in the eighth floor of the uh, hotel loved it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but you, in all seriousness, I was able to do our first NHC, and, and now I've been doing every one since. We've, we've had a great relationship. Because of you. I never would have been able to do that. I didn't have any money. Like, we had no money. There's no way I could even rent a PA. Yeah. Like, I had nothing to my name. So, I just want to thank you for that. That was amazing. No worries. So, back then, even back then, I know that you had aspirations to become a pro brewer. Uh, You, of course, were a home brewer at the time. And here we are, what, uh, 13, 14 years later, and, and you've made your mark, man. Well, yeah. Um, you know, I think somewhere deep down for a lot of home brewers, that's kind of what it is. Uh, you know, at least once you get halfway decent at it, and I won't even say all the way decent at it, but once you get halfway decent at it, you start going, you got enough friends and family going, uh, you know, it's, it's probably like anything, you know, uh, you know, you make a good dinner or you make a good whatever. Man, you should be in this business or that business. Right. Um, you know, I, I started getting to that point where I was consistently making at least halfway decent beer. <laughs> um, and, you know, it was, uh, you know, a lot of friends, a lot of family uh, going, you know, you, you should really, you know, go into business for this. And, then, you know, at that time, even then, I didn't feel I was good enough. Um, once I started really kind of taking my stuff to another level, um, then it was, you know, you're still hearing it. You're still hearing it. And, and, you know, I'm saying, well, yeah, that's all good and great, but, uh, you know, you're drinking it for free at my house. Are you really going to come off of 5 $6 a pint for this? <laughs> you know? Right, right. Um, you know, so that's that scary leap. So... By the way, I like that Crotchrod's bringing us back to our sound in 2005, too, by standing underneath an airplane in a hangar <laughs> yeah. somewhere. Holding two march pumps to his ears. <laughs> is, it, is it bad? It's a little loud, you know. I'm sorry. Hey, it's your show, man. I don't care. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, all right, then let's fast forward. When did you guys, you know, this has been years, so when did you finally open a brewery? Was it 2017 or? Last year, we just had our one year uh, this weekend. Oh, no shit. On, on what, 420? Yep. Of course you did. Of course you did. Is that like a theme of your brewery, or that was like an accident? What's, what's, the, uh, what's the scene like around Lakeland, Florida? Well, it, it, wasn't, it was kind of... Um, our build-out took well over a year. Oh, um, man. So, you know, there was no real set date for opening it. Okay. It was open it as soon as possible, but as soon as responsibly possible. Um, so, you know, we got to uh, a point all the equipment was in, the building was built out. Um, we started brewing beer, and, you know, it's going, okay, well, we brewed beer, but if our, uh, you know, we were kind of looking at other breweries around us and kind of looking at what their opening weekends were. Okay. Um, and I'm going, that's well, smart. if ours is anywhere even close to theirs, we're going to run out of beer. So, you know, let's brew our beer, then let's brew it again. At least have the tanks full, packaged, carbonated, and ready to go. Yeah. And then we'll open. Um, and the way that fell was on that 420 weekend. So you're not like a stoner brewery, per se? No. Okay. All right. Wait, now, I think we have your, uh, uh, another, your co-founder on with you, too. Is Daniel with you? Hey, what's up, man? This is Dan. Hey, Daniel. Hey, Dan, thanks for being on the show, man. Oh, absolutely. Should Listen, we, should we ask Dan if he knew about crotch rot? I know. No, I feel more like we should ask Dan, like, so do you fucking regret, like, working with crotch rot by now or what? Like, how, 
here's a better question. Dan, how well did you know Christian before you partnered up to do this brewery? He's my dad. So I'll just say this. Yeah. Whenever we started and we started going back and forth with the city to like get permitting and you know start reaching out to some investors to see about money, um, Christian had crotch rot in his email address. <laughs> oh, my God. No, he didn't. Uh, he did not. That's hilarious. Wow. So he was one of the he, – he, you know, I was the first one to get an at Swan Brewing email. He was the second, to okay. say the least. Okay. So, <laughs> I love uh, it. We, we just, it just did not – you know, it's hilarious, but it didn't work well with the city. No, no, you got it. All right, let's, let's just be honest. Dear for, Mayor. Let's be honest <laughs> for a second. And, Dan, I'm sure you know this about him now. Christian is really a great, great human being. He's just a good guy. Uh, he always has been as long as, I, as I've known him. He's also – He's not a dummy. He does dumb things, but he's not a dummy. There we go. Uh, so, in other words, I'm sure, Dan, you've realized, just like rein in these silly ideas he has sometimes, and he's a great partner, right? Oh, absolutely, man. I, I mean, there's no way I could have done this with anyone else. Hmm. I mean, that's just bottom line. I like to hear that. Now, were you a home brewer as well, Dan? I was. Okay. Did you, did you guys homebrew together or just met up somewhere? How did you guys come together? Uh, so I was down at our local farmer's market having nothing to do, um, and I realized that there were no home brewing supplies available in Lakeland. So I actually started selling home brewing supplies out of our little local farmer's market here. And, um, and then Christian came up one day, and I think I had some Penlock kegs or something for sale. Nice. And he goes, hey, how, how much do you want for those Penlock kegs? And he goes, I'm, you know, I have aspirations to start a brewery one day. I said, well, so do I. Wow. So we sat down at a bar, opened up our, uh, our our books, and said, well, here's what I got. And he said, well, here's what I got. And then uh, and the rest is history. Oh, that's cool. Now let's back up for a second to this farmer's market homebrew shop, because that's a, I have not heard that before, and that's a great idea. How did, how did you do at the farmer's markets? Did people, you know, happy to see you? Did you do good business? I mean, I never made a single dime. Okay. Um, <laughs> I mean, that's well, <laughs> kind of expected this business, I guess. So then you opened uh, a brewery. Yeah, I mean, you have now, hopefully. But, uh, well, that's interesting because I would think, I guess it depends on your location, but it sounded like a great idea to me. Yeah, it was pretty good. Um, it Really, it was just a way for me to not have to spend all the money on homebrew supplies. It at least paid for that. Okay. Um, you know, but Lakeland's a small town, and so, you know, I'd go up to the market and make a couple hundred bucks on a Saturday, and it was fantastic. Paid the bills, you know, paid for itself, and uh, and I got a brew basically for free, so. Okay. And you met Christian, so, you know, good or bad, here you are. Yeah, now, it was it was pretty funny. I was just, you know, it was it happened on a Saturday. Uh, you know, I was sitting around the house. I was bored. I was, you know, I was going, you know what, I'm going to waste some time. Um, went up to the farmer's market and uh, saw him over there with his uh, home brewing supplies. Um, I'd already had a business plan written and uh, for a brewery. I was kind of on that own, uh, quest on my own route mm-hmm. and uh, ran into him and uh, said, yeah, you know, I was, I'm looking to maybe start up a brewery here in town. And he goes, yeah, me too. And I'm going, well, you know, I, uh, my business plan says that this is going to take a whole hell of a lot of money. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, let's, uh, you know, I don't know how much you got or, or what you're looking at, but, uh, you know, maybe we need to, you know, do you have a business plan? He goes, well, I do. Wow. And I'm, so that's where it was. Uh, well, let's sit down and go over each other's business plans because uh, my business plan says that this is going to take more money than I got. Right. Um, 
This is another thing I like about you, Christian. A lot of other people will, like, go through a bunch of bullshit before they ever get to that point. Yeah. You know, they'll go, well, let's talk about this, let's talk about that. Uh, Are we all on the same page? And then, no. Can we feel the inside of your butt real fast? But, like, yeah, but what's the point? Christian just started on this, he's standing at a farmer's market for the first time, and he's like, "Uh, it's going to cost a fuckload of money. How much is in your bank bank account? (laughs) Pretty much. I mean, if you're going to do this, uh, you know, uh, I'm willing to save you if you're willing to save me. Also, does this uh, melon feel uh, ripe? You know, it, it's one of those, it's, uh, you know, what do you got? So, and, and, you know, do you actually, and plus, if, you know, I had already gotten to that point, I knew I was going to need other partners. Yeah. Um, Dan, how much was so, in your, how much was in your bank account that day? Literally uh, that day. Say, but it was, it, it was, you know, I, I, I knew that um, it was going to be a significant investment. Okay. And so, you know, it was, you know, get, getting to talk to him, and he's going, well, I have a, a silent investor, you know, for his project. There we go. And I'm going, well, I have a 250-page business plan, so I've done the damn research. Um, wait, so, wait, wait, know, hang, on, down, hang on, hang on, hang on. That's actually where we sat down and, and uh, at, at a bar um, here in town, and we crossed business plans across the table at each other, <laughs> and we started reading each other's business plan. And, uh, wait, you know, there Christian, so wait, many Christian, wait, wait, wait. Yeah. Dan, I got I want to talk to you for a second. <laughs> On that day that he talked to you. Now I, I now I'm I'm understanding you guys you had a silent investor, you had another thing going. And I'll answer the question first. Right now I have $124.67 in my bank account. Damn. That's what I have. Rolling in it. On this day that you that you meet in debt. Crotchrot <laughs> to start your business. How much money was in your bank account approximately? Your personal account? Oh, personal account zero. Yeah. I have been unemployed okay. since March of 2013. <laughs> that, that's what I'm getting at. The man is like selling goods at the farmers market, and this yeah. is why I wanted to get well, to this that's point. That's what I was, at. I was yeah. about to ask. Then, what are you doing at a farmers market? Because that's like saying I'm broke, but I go to Starbucks. <laughs> it's perfect. It's very expensive. It looks good though. I mean, it was. It, oh man, it was. We're I, getting for deep me, I, uh, I I used to work for a couple of big um, big companies uh, and. You know, it was fantastic. I learned a whole bunch of customer service, but it was, you know, I got sick and tired of being sucked into the corporate world. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so um, my wife, who was my fiance at the time, uh, we we had moved up here to Lakeland out of South Florida. And uh, I'm like, well, what am I going to do for a job? And there's just nothing in what I was, you know, doing around here that could be comparable. And so uh, anyways, we ended up getting married and having a kid. And so I, I played daddy daycare for a couple of years. But, man, at that point when I was at the market, it was basically just self-sustaining. And I wanted to make sure that I, my hobby didn't cost us any money. Gotcha. And so that's, that's really all there was. And okay. I, I swear, man, I didn't have a... a a pot to piss in. I mean, I had a business plan, what I wanted to do, but, uh, you know, it was we, we we had to find some money. I love these stories. I hope you don't mind me asking, but it's because I love these stories. So, yeah, okay. I, I, oh, yeah. I, I had a little bit of money, but uh, no credit, and he had no money and a lot of credit. Go figure. <laughs> there you yeah. go. Yeah. Damn. That's about how it works. People got it? married for less than that, <laughs> so that's great. <laughs> so you guys, you sit down, you realize that your business plans align, uh, and is all this happening in the in the city that you're in now? That all is in Lakeland. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So you both lived there, um, and now you said the building took. I'm just gonna I'm gonna bounce around a little bit, but you said it took like a year build out. W- what did you find? Some old building in a like a piece of shit, but in a good location, or what? Hey man, this guy's seen our place. Yeah. I, <laughs> okay. <I'm> like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> 
I'll, I'll let you handle it, Dan, because uh, there's a story on how we found it. Oh, uh, yeah. So uh, we're right across the street from the main post office downtown, and uh, I've, I've got the absolute worst mailman, or had the worst mailman in the world, and I went to my mailbox one day, and there's a little pink slip that said, hey, we took all your mail down to the main post office, which is not like right around the block. It's like right downtown, about five miles away from my house. I'm like, oh, that's fantastic. <laughs> so... Uh, pissed off anyways to walk outside and I look across the street and say, well, that looks like it'd be a fantastic brewery. We've been looking at two, three, four places already, and uh, <clears throat> it took me about 10, 15 minutes to look in to find out who owned the place, because there was no for lease, for sale, or anything, and uh, contacted the uh, landlord through LinkedIn, and about 30 seconds later, he said, yeah, I own that. What do you want to do? I said, I want to build a brewery, and he kind of laughed at me. He said, okay, well, let me get your number. And it was, you know, probably 30 days later. Oh. Uh, he said, hey, I've been, uh, you know, on a couple road trips, and I checked out a few of these breweries and a few of these tap rooms, and uh, shoot me over an idea of what you want to do. Okay. This building is built in 1946. I mean, it was dilapidated. We had to do an insane amount of work to it to get it up and going. What was it before? Uh, an old auto repair shop for like 80 years. Got it. 80, okay. Wow. Owner just, whoever the business was, just died. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I mean, that's essentially what it was. It was passed down from generation to generation, and finally they got out. So. Oh, damn. Got it. Okay. Uh, what, what else was good about the location? Is it like, I assume there's a lake in Lakeland? Uh, yeah, there's, there's quite a few. Um, the nice thing for us is we were, we're kind of downtown adjacent. We're on the west side, so we're just outside of the main business area. So instead of the lease being absolutely ridiculous per square foot, it was actually reasonable to where we could go in and, and not just uh, you know, be able to pay our bills, but actually make a little bit of money. Got it. All right. Let, I'm going to ask you an insider question to help other listeners who want to sign a lease on a building. It took you a year to build it out, and the place was a mess. I have two questions. Did you get tenant improvement money from the landlord? But more important question is, did you start paying rent the day you took possession and started working on the building, or the or later, or the day you opened? Give us some insights so our listeners who want to do this could learn from you. Um, so, yeah, the build-out only took about a year. We'll just start here. But we actually were working on this for about two years before we opened. Got it. Uh, there was almost an entire year worth of going through the city BS and, you know, the permitting this and permitting that for we actually even started putting the first nail in the wall. Um, now, as far as tenant improvements, if you don't get tenant improvement, there's something wrong with you because yeah. um, <laughs> what you're you doing go. for an area is – you know, some people call it gentrification or whatever, but, you know, the idea is that, you know, if you want to be successful, go into a semi-blighted area and start to fix up the neighborhood. Well, doing that is going to cause all of the other uh, pieces of land that are around you to increase in price exponentially, Right. which, you know, is, is a reason why you should understand that your landlord has an investment but they need to be able to invest a little bit more because their ROIs can be ridiculous. Sure. And uh, just for to... us, we, we, we got about half of our total build out. Well, not quite half. Great. And, uh, and landlord improvements. So that's a great. So thank you for answering that honestly. And for those of you looking to do this, uh, Dan's absolutely right. You, you, you're, you're especially 
in a building that is otherwise unusable always get tenant improvement. And it's not just the areas around. You're absolutely right about that. Uh, you're, you're increasing the property value, but you're increasing the value of the building itself. If if Dan and, and, and Christian move out tomorrow, that the building is worth everything the landlord put in and, and more because he already did that. Um, yeah, and I mean, and we got a, we got a beautiful deal on it as well because ours is not triple net. So he's uh, still gotcha. responsible for, you know, uh, structural repairs, taxes, and all that good stuff as well. Beautiful, yeah. Now, what about the, and you don't have to give the exact timeline, but what about the rent commencement date? And I ask that because I know I've, I've talked to people who took over a building that needed a lot of work, like even a year, and they started paying rent day one. And I was like, oh, man, that sounds like a, sounds like a rough deal. <laughs> yeah. What did you guys do? So ours was um, our, our rent and our lease in general was commensurate on us being able to actually get through all of the city um, red tape. Gotcha. And so we didn't sign our lease until uh, officially signed our lease until November of 2017, I believe is what it was. Um, and we opened on April uh, in April of 2018. Hmm. And so we had built in uh, three months free, and then we had three months, I believe it. 33% and then another six months at 50. Gotcha. Uh, what we did in order to be able to secure um, some of the additional uh, landlord uh, improvements is we went and actually prepaid two years uh, of our lease. And so that was kind of our, hey, we know you got skin in the game. I see. Here's our down payment just to prove to you um, that we are going to be able to come in here and do what we say we do. You know, we're locked in. This isn't just a six-month thing. Wow. That's a smart move. Any yeah. landlord would look at that and go, I love you. I don't, know if <laughs> yeah. I don't know if I've said that yet, but I love you. Right. Yeah. Uh, well, and, and with that, we were able to, he was wanting to charge a little bit more square, per square, but we were able to lower that square right. by saying, well, here's money up front. Wow. Um, so, you know, we were able to do that. And then, you know, as far as like our beer garden, which is outside, we're, we actually barter um, some of that uh, space with a uh, gift card. Oh, very yep. nice. There you go. Okay. Well, thank and, you for... Uh, so, you know, for some of his other properties, because, you know, he's a serial investor, and he has other properties, so, you know, he can uh, kind of uh, wine and dine uh, some some people that he's, you know, maybe wanting to uh, have rent some of his other properties. Well, he, you know, let's go to Swan Brewing, or he, yeah. here's a $50 gift card, or, you know, whatever, and uh, so that's, you know, instead of actual $50 cash, it's... You know, gift card money, which is cheaper. Manufacturing costs versus, yeah, you know, actual retail value is much different. I love it. Very smart. Thank you for answering those questions. Honestly, you know, I'm just doing it for our, our listeners to learn from you, too, uh, especially when I sure. heard that you had so much work to do. All right. We're going to come back to, to more of this stuff and more of your story, but let's talk beer for a second because we have some in our glass. Um, so the the one where I want to start with is, our, is your Cliff Clavin Amber Ale. Uh, and of course, you just mentioned that your brewery's across the street from the the, the USPS. So, so tell us a story about this beer, and then tell us about it itself. Well, the the fun thing with that one is we're uh, being in downtown. Um, parking is challenging, and I think in any downtown district, um, <clears throat> we draw a large crowd. <laughs> so, um, beautiful. With us being adjacent to the post office, they have a large parking lot. Um, Technically, that's taxpayer parking, so they can't tow. Uh, so our, <laughs> wow. Their parking spaces. 
Um, which is one great thing. But yeah. then two is their employees actually love it here. Um, okay. Their employees come uh, come over here every day after work or several times a week after work um, to the point that uh, their bosses over there said, look, we don't care if you guys go to the brewery. You can't go over there in uniform anymore. Uh, okay. <laughs> right. Uh, Smart. So they, they actually made T-shirts that have the Swan Brewing logo that looks like a postal stamp. Let's say uh, Cliff Clavin Society. I mean, that's kind of stepping forward just a little bit. We, uh, we went to them and we said, look, we love you guys and, you know, we appreciate your uh, patronage here. Um, we're going to make a beer after you guys. Wow. What do you want? So they went back to the post office. They took a... Um, vote all around it and this is the main postal thing for the entire city um you know the the main distribution point for the entire city i see so they went back and it was quite a large vote and they came back and they said we want a we want an amber ale and uh, so we made it and we told them we were going to call it cliff Clavin. so that's where they made t-shirts now that look like a postage stamp has our logo that you know within the postage stamp that says cliff Clavin society i love um, it and that's so what they do is they take off their postal uniform tops, put their T-shirts on, and shoot across the brewery. Oh, that's so cool. <laughs> Way to be community involved, too. <laughs> How many old ladies are you seeing have to walk a block now because your customers are taking up the postal office parking well, lot? Well, technically, it's taxpayer parking, so <laughs> fuck them. Oh, there we go. <laughs> yeah. Man, they complain so much. Really? I bet. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh my gosh! Cross is a guy who will, who go to a cop and like technically I pay your salary, so you can't pull me over. <laughs> technically, technically, I know no, all the I love, I, I love I love my law enforcement officers. <laughs> so, no. Uh, all right, tell us about the beer itself. I just had a sip. It's a wonderful amber. It's really good. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Um, well, it, it's um, it's kind of a hybrid. Uh, you know, it's it's kind of. Uh, I knew what they were asking for. They they wanted something that was along the lines of a Killian's, um, but I didn't want to make a Killian's. So you know we 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 went with a uh, American ale strain uh, yeast strain on it to kind of uh, dry it out a little bit, but we still kicked the body on it uh, just so it wasn't total mass produce. Yeah, I, I you know because we're still in a town where uh, we're changing palates. Okay, and uh, I, I knew what they were asking for. They were asking for Achilles, and you know, I think we we kind of somewhat captured that, but with a little bit more body, a little bit more flavor. It yeah. almost tastes like a like a mild ale, but with American yeast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was thinking mild too, like it, roasty, grainy, but not not astringent. Yeah, flavorful in, in, right. in that respect. Yeah, yeah, high, yeah. High, ro- yeah. high high caramel grains. Yeah. It's not a crystal bomb. No, no. Right. Yeah, which which nice. kind of made ambers like a lost art, <laughs> yeah. which has been that way for a long time, right? So, yeah. Like, I hear right. what you're saying, Christian, like that you, you knew what they were asking for and you wanted to, to give them that, but you didn't want to give them like an old school beer either. Right. Because it's Right. And, you know, I, I, I wanted, uh, you know, something in the uh, five, five and a half percent range. Um, I wanted it to have some body. Yeah, uh, you know, but not so full body that it wasn't what they wanted. Right, this is a fucking great beer. Um, just a little bit of malt sweetness, and the sweetness is more like a I don't know, you getting like toffee or something? Oh, yeah, absolutely, yeah, yeah. Um, which is really nice. But it, 
I, I don't know why I'm going to say it. No one's going to. It's a little lager-like. It's almost like a mm. like an amber lager. <laughs> not at all? Get out. Uh, you're fired. Yeah. Yeah, I knew nobody was going to agree with that. Yeah. No, it's not amber. Or it's no, not it's, the it's lager. It's very like clean. It's, U, yeah. it's, it's USO5 yeast. It's very clean, fermented, cool. Okay. Yeah. When you mentioned uh, Killian's inspired, I definitely got that connection. Yeah. Um, I wanted to throw up too. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, I'm kidding. That's a really good beer. This is delicious beer. Oh, yes. Is yeah. it a bit? Uh, so, other than the postal guys, the name is cool. Is cool across the board. You guys sell a lot of this beer. Uh, yes, we do. Uh-huh. Um, and it was just funny because it actually made it on. Um, I guess the postal unions. Uh, website or or something along that line. It was like post seventeen, whatever the heck. Okay. Um, you know, Flip Clavin now on tap. You wow. know, it, wow. it was actually on the uh, on the Gov website. That's Pretty so cool. cool. <laughs> that cease and desist will be coming soon. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That'll be number two. <laughs> That'll be number two. Yeah. Oh no. <laughs> All right, I, we I, we got a couple beers to get through in this in this segment, so let's move to the. Uh, I guess it's Schwansteiner Hef. Yeah. Okay, I haven't tried this yet. I was just working on pronouncing the name. Uh, but by the way, Christian, <laughs> I know I know who named this beer. Um, tell us about the Hef. No, Dan Dan's responsible for that one. Oh, okay, all right. <laughs> and uh, you know, funny accident, but yes. <laughs> Because Dan's going, yeah, uh, Schwan is uh, Swan in, uh, in German. <laughs> and you know, I'm like, okay. Yeah, yeah you're like, yeah, d- <laughs> Apparently go, go with in, that. Uh, Dutch or whatever it means, dick beer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Schwanz. Yeah. Schwanz. Yeah, great. <laughs> well, you, well, it is what it is in its name now. We ain't changing it. Well, and to be clear, uh, I believe you spelt it with the Swan because you have the S. Uh, yeah, I think you did okay. It's not fine exactly. Yeah. It's fine. Well, one of, one of Justin's buddies who's from, like, Denmark or something came in and he just started, he was looking at our tap board and just started laughing. And his buddy is going, what's so funny? And he goes, Schwansteiner, <laughs> you know, and he's going, what, what's wrong with that? Yeah. He goes, I mean, dick beer. <laughs> dick beer. Yeah. So it is what it is. Uh, this is a good um, half. You know, it's not my favorite style, but I c- it's it's a great beer. And you guys have gotten a uh, like a super high rating on this one too, haven't you? Yeah, we kind of uh, lowered the body just a little bit on that beer. Um, right now on Untapped, um, you know, which is user rated. Sure, um, sure. You know, it's not uh, it's not like it's professionally rated or anything, but you know, the users are or the consumers are your base. That's who's buying your product. And yeah. right now on Untapped's uh top rated list, that is the number one light German heavy in the world. Nice. In the yeah. world. Wow. That's, yeah. huh. that's that's I gotta say that's kind of impressive. Even yeah. among yeah. even among just user ratings. Yeah. That's uh, big Schwanza stuff right there. Yeah, he's got <laughs> yeah. a big Schwanza. Yeah. Big Schwanza energy right, right yeah. there. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. Are, uh, you guys, are you guys using a proprietary yeast? No, uh, we're using the one Stefan yeast strain. Mm. Okay. How are you guys uh, uh, handling fermentation with that? Because it's got a really good uh, balance between banana and clove. Uh, right around 62. Oh, on the colder side. It's great because you, yep. you you smell it and you taste it and you go, wow, that, that this kind of banana forward. And you try it again. It's like, oh, it's kind of clove forward. Right. right. You try it again. It's like, oh, it's kind of a bit. It, <laughs> it, it's, it's changing, which I really I know appreciate. I it bounces on you. And What's that's it? what makes that beer fun. Yeah. Yeah, that's really good. Yeah. 
Yeah, I like that. Like one of the things I, I'm just I'm a little clove resistant, so mm, I agree with you guys that it's school. yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. So it's just it's nice that it is balanced like that. Yeah, I'm, actually, to be honest with you, I'm also banana resistant. So when it's in the middle, I like it better too. Smoked too many of those in high school. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It uh, yeah, yeah. That's a nice beer. Is this so we don't see hefts all that often? Not really. No, a, not like German like this. Yeah. yeah. Is this a big seller for you guys? Believe it or not, no. Um, okay. But it's one of those ones, if we took it off the board, I think we'd have a bit of a revolt. Right. Because mm. the ones that love it, absolutely love it. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. It's interesting here in the studio what we get when people say hefts, right? Like, I think even just recently, I don't remember who, somebody gave us a hef, and it was clearly an American wheat. Right? Yeah, but they build it as a half, right? right? And it sold very well right. for them. Uh, I think calling something an American wheat, like yours, which which is not an American wheat, would help you sell it if you called it American wheat. <laughs> they, <laughs> right. they brewed an American wheat and called it a half, right? Uh, you know, I, I'm, yeah. Or, or go back to a few episodes ago from you guys. Uh, you know, we'll just call it a hazy wheat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There, there you go. go. Then, oh. you, then you won't be able to make enough of it, Christian. Do it. Yeah. I'm yeah. telling you, uh, you want to you want to sell more beer. Uh, just call yeah. anything hazy. Hazy weed IPA. Yeah. <laughs> hazy banana IPA. Watch out. <laughs> right. All right. And one more to get through before I got to get us to a break. We've got your River Ranch Campfire S'mores Imperial Stout, oh, JP. Jesus Christ. Oh, you're shooting, you're shooting for it. Yeah. yeah okay. I, I, I thought we'd go. I mean, it'll make us have more fun for the rest of the That's show. That's right. right? We, I haven't had too much fun yet. So. It's only 10.8%. So, oh, you know. wow. Okay. Yeah. Uh, tell us about the beer. Um, so this is uh, one we released right around uh, October. So you've got a nice six-month uh, bottle. We we stashed a few away. Uh, this beer went really quick. Um, it, we stashed a few away just because we wanted to see the age effect on it. Yeah. And uh, I bet you did. We popped a uh, we popped one the other day just to see how it was going and. Huge chocolate forward. The yeah. graham cracker notes have faded just a bit. Right off the bat, it was huge graham cracker, chocolate, marshmallow. Um, you still definitely get huge chocolate out of it. Oh, yeah. It's very smooth. Um, I haven't tasted it yet. We mashed but... it a little bit lower uh, for an adjunct stout. We mashed it uh, probably around the uh, 149 range. And the reason for that is... Uh, to kind of take a, a kickback on some of these adjunct stouts where they're just come out as straight motor oil and you can only drink, you know, two ounces, four ounces of it. And what's the point? I mean, really, right. what's the point yeah. is how we felt. I wanted something that, you know, came out, it was refreshing, you could kick it, and, uh, you know, you could actually drink, a, you know, half pint to a full pint of it and be okay with that. Sure. I mean, you'll have a buzz, but you'll be okay with it. <laughs> you'll be fine, yeah. Uh-huh. You just have to sleep at the brewery. To me, it's a... Well, it was just, it, it, you know, it wasn't so thick and cloying. Yes. And right. I, I think that's an uh, issue with a lot of these uh, big adjunct stances. They're just cloying. Definitely. It's a liquid, uh, thin mint Girl Scout cookie. Is that I mean, what you're giving it? Yeah, yeah, like with the strong chocolate and, a, and some mint character. I don't get a lot of mint. I don't get any mint. Really? Actually. Yeah. Oh. I, do, coconut. I, I do now that he says it. I get a lot of coconut in the flavor. The, the aroma reminds me. I have this really weird sensory memory of 
when my first my first job was working at uh, as an ice cream boy at the Thrifties. Right? At the Thrifty's Drugstore? It was Ice Cream Man? I was just talking about Thrifty's Wait, Ice Cream Man. Ice Boy or Ice yeah. Cream Man? <clears throat> well, look, I got laid in the back, so I transitioned uh, at the... okay. So, that's right? Good for yeah. you. Yeah, thank you. Uh, that's, a, that's a lie. Uh, anyway, and it smells like the like chocolate... It just smells like chocolate ice cream, yeah. right? Like, uh, not intense chocolate like that, but like you're walking into like a cold room... Where there's chocolate. It's very, very specific. So I would totally give it that now that you're mentioning it. Also because it smells like chocolate because that's what your nose is over. But also the ice cream around it is is wafting in there. So that's why you're getting some of the marshmallow, the vanilla, like all the rest. The first, uh, the aroma I got right off the bat was uh, not just regular, but double stuffed Oreo cookies. Oh, goddamn, dude. Yeah. You're balling. Oh. With, the, with the extra cream in there, uh, wow. because you got all the chocolate. Yeah, right. But then a whole there bunch, uh, you know, some sugar smells. Like, it's just basically sugar. Yeah, sugar <laughs> smells. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah. And the cream and vanilla. And yeah. I go, Taryn, do you have the sugar open? You got, I got the sugar. I got smell. You better not right. let the sugar open. <laughs> It'll give you the sugar, which is what my Aunt Gloria called diabetes. Yeah. Yeah, a couple months ago, the uh, you could actually get graham cracker out of that. And I noticed it when we popped a bottle the other night during our uh, anniversary party. Uh, the graham cracker had kind of faded. Uh, but you know, it was there at one point. Yeah, so I, I can taste it. it. Yeah, you it's can just not the get aroma. It. Yeah, at the very yeah. back end, but yeah. it's almost like 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 the chocolate slabs, like thin sliced chocolate you get in like vanilla ice cream. Mm-hmm. It's that specific chocolate. Mm-hmm. How did you? What What did you do for the? the how did you chocolify this? Uh, well, there's a few things we did. Uh, one, we threw in a ton of um, <laughs> Keiko nibs. Uh, graham crackers and marshmallows in the mash. We did it. Really? Uh, we weren't happy with the carry through after fermentation. Uh, it was there was still some there, so we still Keiko nibbed it, um, and then we went ahead and uh, threw some extract at it as well. Chocolate See, extract. Oh. Wait, wait, wait. Uh, chocolate extract, graham cracker extract at it as well. Oh wow, graham cracker extract. Wait, wait, hang on, hang on. We'll come back to that. Just quick question though. What the fuck happened to marshmallows in the mash? Yeah, like didn't that make the didn't that make the yeah right? Yeah. Like did it gum up your mash ton or what? Uh, they float, they float, so okay, it wasn't okay. too bad. Okay, I see. But they do they do melt, <laughs> right? Yeah, uh, you know. They they do melt a bit, uh, but the, overall it wasn't too terrible. Well, you put but it at the top, right? The and, a little bit. Yeah, but you put it at the top, so it shouldn't have prevented anything right. from coming through. Right. Do you right. do you think that that actually had anything? I know you said it faded away after fermentation, but do you do you feel actually adding the nibs at the mash did anything for the chocolate the nibs, kind I of think depth? Buried, um, okay. We it was a lot of graham crackers, so you have sugar. Um, so the sugar probably had an effect. You the marshmallow sugar. probably nothing. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. But it was fun. Probably looked good on Instagram. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, marshmallows barely have a flavor anyway, right? Right. So trying to impart that into a beer. So, okay, now back to your guys' line of question. Forgive me. I just had to go back to that marshmallow thing. But uh, uh, graham graham cracker extract, chocolate extract, anything else was in there? Uh, No, that was was it. Okay. I've never heard of graham cracker extract. What does that even taste like besides graham crackers? 
that's a Florida thing. Yeah, um, that's yeah. The, it, once you on the commercial scale, you can get if you want something that tastes like just name anything in the world, you can get it. Really? Do you get yeah. this from beer ingredient suppliers or just like food suppliers, yes. basically food suppliers? Yes, um, yeah. both. Uh, but okay. only uh, certain ones are actually TTB approved. Um, so you got to kind of play that game. Even though some of the uh, ones that are out there, uh, they're all made with the same ingredients. There's only certain companies that have actually taken the steps to uh, make themselves TTB approved. Okay, I see. Uh, and so the, those are the ones we're kind of limited to using. But sure, yeah. Uh, yeah, you know, there's you can you there's actually TTB approved graham cracker extract. That's amazing, <laughs> and it smells and tastes like graham crackers. So, so there was no vanilla added on its own, right? No. Oh, okay. What about coconut? There, I get a ton of coconut flavor. Hmm. No, no coconut. On I that get one. it in the aftertaste, yeah, yeah. and mm. I get the vanilla for sure. I get the vanilla, and so maybe that's the coke or the graham cracker. Wait, did you say yeah, maybe w- this wasn't barrel aged though? No, no. Okay. Why do I have coconut? I'm confused and angered at the same time. <laughs> yeah. You just blowing. Is, yeah, what are you doing to me? <laughs> blowing JP's mind. Yeah, over. yeah. You're breaking me. I mean, it was. It was it was brewed next to a tank that had coconut in it. That must have been uh, what it is. This is the La, this is the Lacroix of beer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, wait, uh, Christian, is your brewer there? Uh, yes, he is. Let me talk to him real quick. I talked to him. Right. Right. I'm just crotching a different voice. Hello, <laughs> this is the brewer. <laughs> yeah. I brew the beer for the men. The men's do not. I the recipes and he brews the beer. <laughs> he does yeah. not we brew the beer, then we drink the beer. Hold on. He keeps my passport and I make all the beer. It's okay. He's a nice guy. Yeah. I, he take uh, my kidney, I make a beer. I have oh, it my. And, and this will be a fun question and a follow up to whatever you're going to ask him but yeah, yeah. we actually hired a professional brewer and ruined him because that's uh, what i want to talk to him a, about. you know nice uh you know steam boil boiler uh, brewery where they fly spars everything else and we were like no we're not doing that we're gonna go direct fire and we're gonna batch spars this shit yeah yeah that's what i get off my phone that's what i want to talk to him about. <laughs> that's right all right that's exactly what He's we wanted to fucking talk about <laughs> And I believe the brewer's name is Justin as well. Justin oh. Spangler. Terrible name. Uh, Justin. Great name. Spangler's great. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Ju- are you there, buddy? Yeah. I'm still waiting. Is he out there brewing? Oh, uh, here, let me. I, I don't think he knows how to work okay. the phone. He, he, here, let me. <laughs> what? That's they are okay. complicated you know, devices. This so, is hey, hey, sorry, Christian. guys. Uh, Dan oh. handed it to me. It was muted. <laughs> We've actually removed Justin's hands and just attached mash paddles. <laughs> yeah. That's why he's such a good brewer. He can't so hold he the can't phone. hold the phone. <laughs> yeah. Hi, Justin. How are you, brother? It all by hand. Good. How you doing, guys? <laughs> we're doing well. Terribly. I, I just have a couple quick questions because i got to get us to a break, but we're going to be talking to you more about this. But, we, you know, you know we just had the, the River Ranch campfire. Fire S'mores Imperial Stout. (laughs) And, of course, listening to Christian tell us, you know, about putting marshmallows in the mash tun and and things like this. So um, I understand that you are a professional brewer from a professional background. Um, 
Uh, if you want to call it that, I guess. But you've worked at <laughs> you've worked at other professional breweries, correct? If you call a hobo did, camp yeah. a brewery. Um, I have a couple years of uh, brewing experience. You know, obviously started out the same as Christian and Dan, kind of home brewing and stuff from there. But uh, oh, you did. Okay. From there, kind of got a job at a uh, professional brewery. Just, I mean, pretty much like everyone does that starts from the ground up, scrubbing kegs and just. Work my way up through the ranks there and everything. Okay, fair enough. So when this asshole Christian comes up to you and says, I want you to put marshmallows in the mash tun, what is your initial reaction? Um, I actually think that was a, if I'm looking back at it now, that was both of our ideas. Okay. The day of doing it, it was just like, wow, are we really actually doing this? Right, right, right. Wow, all three of you are kindred spirits. I keep trying to find a chink in the armor, but it, it turns that it turns out that you guys are, are kindred spirits. Oh yeah, we're a motley crew here. We we like to just screw around and you know whatever comes to mind. It's like hey, let's let's try to make this happen. Right. Okay. Um, all right. And then just this like graham cracker extract. I know Beardy's asked about this before, but when you decide you guys want this flavor, does somebody just Google graham cracker extract, or did did one of you have some expertise in this type of thing? Um, so Christian's the one that actually had most of the expertise with the uh, the extracts beforehand. I tried to keep a lot of stuff as natural as possible, um, but just kind of the collaborative effort of him and I together, uh, what came through from the mash right. wasn't enough for us, so we decided to... Uh, the company we use, um, they are, everything from them is actually natural. Um, I don't know how you get natural from graham crackers. I know. What's right. natural about... <laughs> Naturally <laughs> harvested graham crackers. Yeah, right. you're fine using whatever. Yeah, <laughs> Um, but it is, as far as they state, a 100% natural version of it. So um, we actually got it in, and before we dosed it, obviously, we uh, we kind of tested a few pint glasses, see you know nice. how much if you know this ratio is too much or less. But I mean, uh, turned out pretty good for just kind of messing around with it. But uh, we're liking we, it. We have a few different websites that we purchase stuff from, and we'll actually um, get samples, and then whichever one. Because some of the companies, like, one's mango is going to be real and one you're going to get, even though it's natural, it's still going to taste medicinal. Um, so we went with the one that tasted like real graham cracker, and, uh, yeah, we just dosed it to the ratio that sounded or tasted about, you know, what we wanted at that time, and it, it came out. Got it. It's a, it's a great tasting beer. And, JP, as, I, as yes. I keep having more of it... yes. And it's still always in the aftertaste. The coconut gets stronger and stronger and stronger. Justin, we know you didn't put coconut in it, but I, we're like... I think it's pretty strong. <laughs> I, 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 you, you could tell me... If you entered this in a competition and said you had you added coconut, yeah, it would be, it would be totally fine. And of if, course. And if you didn't state that in the, in the things, yeah. and I was judging this, I'd be like, you should have declared that there was coconut. Right. Hmm. Like, that's how I'll, convinced uh, I am. I'll try it again, too. It's, uh, the last time I had it was, like Christian was saying, this weekend, but I was already a couple... Beers deep from celebrating an anniversary party, sure. Um, I don't know if uh, Christian mentioned too. We actually, you know, uh, with a lot of these big stouts and stuff, we actually put lactose and everything in the boil kettle too, uh, and that kind of plays along with the marshmallow taste as well. You get that kind of sweetness like you would with a, when you bite into a marshmallow and everything. Okay. Oh, that's actually good to know. And there's no mint either, right? So we're we're all just stroking Correct. it out over here. Yeah, I, I don't yeah, get any mint. So you you okay. guys are dying. I'm <laughs> I'm surviving. I'm absorbing your energy with your made up coconut. Yeah, we're getting made up flavors. Is what's <laughs> right. happening over yeah. here. 
or the ghost. And maybe that's just over time. The uh, you know some of the flavors, the flavors may be fading a little bit, and others kind of coming more prominent. Or um, yeah, well, it's working. No, no, I'll, like I said, I'll have to reopen one of those here soon. Yeah, do it. Crack it open when you and drink the whole bottle too. At what is it, nine percent? Yeah. Oh yeah. Ten point eight. Why not? Have yeah. a good night, right? Yeah, exactly. All right, we, <laughs> well, we've got more to talk about and more beer to try, but I got to get us to a quick break. So if you guys can hang tight, I'll come back in a couple minutes. Can you do that? Great. Yep, sure can. All right, beautiful. We are talking to Swan Brewing, our old friend Christian, and I think our new friends Dan and Justin. Now that there we now that we know that they're all kindred spirits, I think uh, we're going to get along just fine. Hang in there; it's the session, and we'll be right back with more from Swan. Your support of the Brewing Network means everything to us. We couldn't produce shows without you, and we love giving you something extra for that support, like. Brew Your Own Magazine. You already know it's a great brewing magazine full of recipes, equipment how-tos, discussions of beer styles, and brewing techniques. Whether you're new to brewing and just starting out or you're an old pro, you'll always learn something from the articles in Brew Your Own. Plus, there are amazing special issues like plans for building a Brutus 10 system, 250 classic clone recipes, and the Home Brewer's Answer Book. Brew Your Own Magazine and BYO.com are awesome resources for any brewer whether for yourself or as a gift when you subscribe or resubscribe from the brewing network homepage, you directly support programs like this get a great magazine and support the brewing network subscribe to brew your own right from the brewing network.com are you looking for a simple brewing system that's great for all green brewing, but everything on the market seems to be full of compromises? Blickman Engineering has the answer. The Blickman Brew Easy All Grain Brewing System. The Brew Easy is a complete system with easy upgrades and a beautiful compact design, perfect for any size brewing location. At its core, the Brew Easy is built on two gorgeous Blickman Boilermaker brew kettles, a high temperature March pump, and either a top tier gas burner or the new boil coil electric heater. The Brew Easy adapter lid allows the pots to stack on top of each other, forming an efficient, strong, and compact brewing setup that comes in 5, 10, and 20-gallon batch sizes. Upgrade your BrewEasy system with full automated control by adding a Blickman Tower of Power temp controller and make moving around easy with the Blickman Kettle Cart. The BrewEasy is modular. If you already own a Boilermaker kettle, you can build your BrewEasy by purchasing just the modules you need. The new BrewEasy all-grain brewing system. See it today at BlickmanEngineering.com and brew with Blickman quality on your new BrewEasy. Hey, this is Gabriel from Half Acre in Chicago. You're listening to The Session on the Brewing Network. All right, we got beers flying everywhere over here. That's right, baby. That's what we do. We throw throw beers at each other. If you want beers flying at your house, check out Pico Brew. Who? The Pico Brew. Oh, yeah. You have one, don't you, JP? I do, yeah. I'm, I'm getting upgraded, too, as a matter of fact. Upgraded? And I'm not the only person in the room anymore without with a still. We got the Pico still. Oh, that's yeah. right. You got a Pico still, too? I have a Pico still now, also. What, is handing out? They think you guys Left do something right. around here to hand yeah. you those things? Well, Annie is like the Oprah of the brewing world. And you I get a still. And you, and you yeah. get a still. You have to I wait see. 12 years for it, I but see. you get it eventually. Yeah, uh, yeah so if you uh, look, if you are, if you want to be a Pico owner, or if you are a Pico, I think it's the C with the packs, the Pico packs. Mm-hmm. Also the Z. Also the Z. Uh, Warren, my 
myself and one of my co-hosts on uh, Dr. Homebrew, Brian Cooper, mm-hmm. as well as Nate Smith, we all have Pico Packs on the brew marketplace for sale Which right are now. ingredient kits that you, they can brew your kits. beer. You, 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 you order it, and you get it, and it's like the, it's a cure. You put it in the thing, and you load up the water, and you push the button, nice. and you can replicate uh, Brian Cooper's kick-your-own-ass strong ale, which is an arrogant bastard kind of attempt. Okay. Warren's Kolsch. Which yeah. probably sucks because Warren sucks. Yeah. Uh, JP's Oatmeal Stout, which is amazing because I'm amazing. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Nate Smith's Loose Change Scottish Light Ale, which is probably uh, bald because Nate's going bald. What? I don't know. I don't know what oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there you go. Check it out. Brew Marketplace. And there's all sorts of uh, commercial breweries on there. High Water, I just saw on there. Mm. Um, all sorts of stuff, yeah. man. Uh, Lucky Envelope is on there. That's 21st true. Amendment has a kit on yeah. there. I want to say Drake's, but I might be lying about that. Yeah. Okay. But just buy our kits instead. But just buy our kits. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Go to PicoBrew.com and check it out today. Do it. All right. We are still hanging out with Swan Brewing from Lakeland, Florida. And Bev is cursing them because they wax their bottles. Awful. <laughs> <laughs> Bev's just like the rest of us the now. Wax, She's just, when we don't know how to do things, we curse other people for doing <laughs> things. It's they, not us. Bev, yeah. they said to smell the wax. Smell the wax. Yeah. So yeah, there's a little. That's a little hidden nugget in there. Really? What does it smell, smell like, Bev? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. You're, are you just are you fucking with her right now? Or? Like, does it smell like no, uh, crocs rot? What does it smell like, Bebo? Give me the cap or something. She no, described it as good. Yeah, here, let me try that. Like good that. or something is what she said. Mm. The coconutty again with the coconut again with the coconut. <laughs> okay, yeah, perfect. Yeah, that one actually has coconut in it. Oh, it, it, the, the wax. The wax. Oh yeah, you know what it smells yeah. like? It smells like here. Give that to Warren. It smells like um, a, a fucking when you go to Disneyland in the uh, uh, um, no, Aber Girl Creamy or whatever the fuck you it's lost called. Lost me already. Uh, where they're making waffle cones. I know the smell of waffle cones. It smells like making a waffle cone. Yeah, okay. it's like sweet. Okay. Yeah, I don't get coconut. Like sweet I get cream. yeah, I get uh, like Belgian yeah. waffles. Yeah, sweet cream. I get that. Mm. What what I beer? Do. What beer is that? Uh, the Venus. <laughs> Venus. Okay, we're gonna come back to that one. We're not gonna do that yet because we've got the bean and then the Venus. <laughs> what do you think is happening there? Do you think, Justin? I don't know. <laughs> Let's talk about what know, you think but these I, things are. But I want to work. I want to work with these guys. <laughs> don't you? I want them. Yes, we need to fly out there and do something with them. Oh, yeah. Who who's on the line with me now? And then we'll go on another cruise. Yes. It's still Christian and Justin. There we go. Okay. Very good. Um, all right. So let's talk a little bit more, and we're going to get into these beers in our glass here, too, but you've been, you literally just had your, your one-year anniversary this, this last week uh, weekend. How did the... How did the year go? I mean, are you guys, were you instantly well-received? How have things been? Beyond our wildest dreams. Really? Uh, yeah, we, in the business plan, we weren't even looking at distribution or even really growth until, our major growth until year three. Um, I mean, just two months ago, uh, we just had two 20, uh, new 20-barrel tanks dropped off. And we're uh, probably within wow. this year going to add two, three more twenty-barrel tanks. Holy cow! Uh, we're already going into uh, distribution. That's uh, within this year, within the next probably two months. We're heading into distribution. That's going to 
um, put us uh, from the uh, Tampa area all the way up through Daytona. Wow. Uh, yeah. So uh, it's congratulations. That's year one. You know, just outside of year one. Uh, that was nowhere near within our growth plans, but you know, uh, market dictates growth. You know. So let's talk about that a little bit. Obviously, we're loving the beers here, and you, you can't do anything without good beer. So we're going to give you that as part of the equation here. Um, you know, when, when the first time I met you in Orlando, uh, Christian, the, the Florida beer scene was shit, but we're talking about 2005 yeah. here. Um, right. So what do you think some of the factors are? We, we know you're making great beer. Um, it sounds like you have a cool location. I don't know what your population is like there, but, but is there still just tons of room for, for new breweries in Florida? Florida is, uh, has grown exponentially. Okay. Uh, it's, I think there's 40 breweries in the Tampa-St. Pete area now. That's wow, okay. uh, less than a 30-minute drive from us. Wow. Uh, right now, we're the only game in town in our town. Uh, gotcha. Our town has close to a million people. Wow. Wow. And you're the only uh, so, brewery. You, you guys are yeah, smart. We're, you know, we're, we're in a great location. Yeah. That was a no-brainer. Uh, I don't know who your money guy is, but he's not even brilliant. That was a no-brainer. But they broke the seal now. I mean, don't, you, you don't know, have to tell uh, them I said you that. Know, I, and I, I mean, our area in the surrounding area, uh, you know, when you look at, uh, you know, Plant City, which is right outside of us, uh, Winter Haven, which is, there is a brewery in Winter Haven, but uh, we, it seems like we've kind of stole a lot, a lot of their customers as well. Okay, so. because you make great beer. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. That's what happens. See, and that's I, I should have phrased my question a little bit differently. Like, not is there a lot of room for breweries in Florida, but more that it's not so competitive um, that a good brewery can still just really shine and grow rapidly, like you guys. Well, we were, we were, um, you know, that was one of those uh, areas with us as well is what size and, and as a startup brewery what size do you come out as right um, you, you guys know, are what on so a 10 barrel part of the business plan and a lot of re- yeah we well uh the brew house is 10 barrel um you know so we've got uh six 10 barrel tanks and two 20 barrel tanks okay and we've all and we're adding on uh, at this point and so we we're adding uh anywhere from two to three more 20 barrel tanks uh, this year, so you're a ten barrel, but you identify as a twenty barrel. <laughs> right. Yeah. No, we're you know we have to double double batch into the twenty barrel tank. So right. yeah, JP's yeah. right. Yeah, I'm right. I, I'm I right. The, you're wrong, I, dickhead. I, I just love JP's description of it. And also, J, uh, Jace, Justin oh, over shit. there, their brewer, will be yeah, like, yeah. yeah, and f you with your new tanks <laughs> and your larger fermenters <laughs> and our ten barrel system. I mean, you guys are working. You're brewing your your asses off over there, right? Yeah. They, I actually, one of the last breweries I worked for um, that I was in as an assistant brewer, it was to the point where we were lucky we were brewing once a week because the business was just so slow. And now, I, I mean, see. it's the moment the tank's getting emptied. Um, we actually had to bring on an, uh, an assistant, which was one of our bartenders, um, and now she's back here as my assistant. Excellent. Like, the moment we're emptying, I, I tell her, I'm like, hey, okay, get the tank clean. We're brewing in it first thing tomorrow morning because, I mean, it's just... The local demand is, has kept us so busy. Uh, we we just have to, you know, brew as fast as po- as possible. Do you have any? Is, does anything leave the awesome tap room now? Megan has now gotten her pink boots. 
Um, oh, great. So she's actually, yeah, she's actually wanting uh changed her career path from, um, you know, server to she wants to be a uh, pro brewer. So we're going, nice. you know, we said, if that's what you really want, let's make that happen. So we brought her into the brew house and we gave her the most horrible jobs nonstop <laughs> for about three weeks. Yeah. And uh, she didn't even blink twice. Uh, she did everything we ever asked of her and more. That's great. And uh, on top of it, she's, you know, so we, we, we laid off. We were like, okay, we, we can't make her tap out. So right. she's put the job. That's kind um, of you. I, I gave Bevo the most horrible jobs 14 years ago, and she still has them. <laughs> and no boots. Yeah. No. Uh, it's, it, the job was existence. One of these days, yeah. you're going to earn your dues. <laughs> yeah. Living my best life. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, wait, wait. Do, now, yeah, do, you, do you guys sell any of your beer outside of the tap room right now? Uh, no, that's coming this year. Uh, okay. We're looking at a Florida law that's on the uh, ballots right now to see because self-distribution is not legal in Florida. Oh. Uh, so have to sell to that middleman. Uh, we have a distributor that is ready to take us. They've agreed to um, our terms on the contract, which is great. But the way the ballot, um, the law is written that's currently on the ballot is it only applies to breweries that are not currently in a distribution contract. I see. So, so no, yeah, so everything right now is all tap room sales, everything. I mean, we've got a 30-tap wall, um, and we can only keep up with about half to 20 of those taps at any given time. Wow. Um, so we do guest taps, but it's just... Yeah. All, all that is is through the tap room only, which, um, you know, it, to see that week after week has just kind of been crazy, honestly, uh, to go through that much barrelage a week. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah, I mean, Those the, mailmen the can drink. It's just up with tap room demand. Uh, so that's what I'm saying. Uh, you know, with us actually heading into this uh, distribution phase. Uh, we're actually looking at two to three more 20-barrel tanks uh, to meet the distribution request. Okay. That's Wait, does Florida still have that weird thing where... You can mount a giraffe but not vote No, no, twice. the other one, the other one, uh, where if you have a distributor but you want to sell in your tap room, you have to, like, sell the beer to the distributor, and then they have to sell it back to you. I remember some weird bullshit no, about that. that's only if you contract brew through someone oh, else. okay, um, okay. if someone else makes your beer, then... You do technically have to buy it from the distributor back to your own tap room, Got but it. we make everything in house, so we don't uh, we don't have that issue. But some other breweries in Florida do. So with this, okay, so you're buying tanks to produce more beer, and you have these distribution plans, but you're waiting for this law to pass so that you're allowed to do them. Is am I am I hearing that right? Yeah, um, you know, it's going to dictate how many tanks we buy. Okay, okay. Uh, you know, it's. Right now, I think we're okay with the tanks we have. Um, so does Justin, by the way. Yeah. So, you know, with that, we would probably still add up two more tanks, uh, and they can have our leftovers. Uh, at, at the end of the day, we're going to feed our tap room. Okay. Yeah, uh, that makes sense. Sure. After, after that, you know, they can, you know, they can have whatever. Well, and also going back to the that the question, too, we... Um, 
we're kind of just holding out because we we really want to play to um, our local market. If the self distribution doesn't pass, right. um, that's where we'll more than likely go with just a distributor. But if we can do self distribution, you know, in all of Polk County, which is where Lakeland is located, um, and that's something doable, just by you know bringing in a driver and a salesperson. Um, to ourselves, obviously, that's a little more profitable than having to, you know, cut down costs like crazy just to sell it to a distributor to sell it to right. someone, you know, two blocks from us and everything. Oh yeah, you're making smart moves. Uh, well, I wish you luck. I hope this passes because, uh, I mean, is there any any reason why it wouldn't? Is it being lobbied against by the big, you know, by <laughs> well, obviously, it's, okay. Okay. <laughs> you know, there's, just you know hey, if there's a yeah. business out there that's profiting from an industry, there's yeah. lobbyists. Right. So, you know, there's lobbyists that don't want to see this happen. Uh, it's been on the table before and not passed. Uh, this is the furthest I've seen this uh, bill go uh, because it pops up again every single year. Right. Uh, yeah, this is the furthest I've seen it go, which is encouraging. Am I totally optimistic that it's going to make it all the way through the House and pass? I'm not. Uh but, you know, it is what it is. So we'll make our business decision uh, within the next couple of weeks on, you know, do we order more tanks and, uh, you know, uh, and, you know, go all the way through Daytona or do we stick with the tanks we have now, uh, cut out the middleman and, uh, you know, totally take over the backyard. Well, I hope it passes. I wouldn't want to be a lobbyist against whatever Christian's going for. He's the kind of guy that'll leave flaming bags of shit on your front porch. Or at least uh, troll you with memes. He's got his mindset. He's good. He's I know. Good. He's stuck to it. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. All right. We have some more beer in our glass right now. Uh, Bevo, help me out here. Um, on my far left is going to be the IPA, I assume. Um, the lightest beer. The lightest one is not the IPA. No, is that? Because I want to start with uh, that's, the bean. That's the bean. And then oh. the one to the right of that is the beanus. The beaner or the beanus. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> wow. What the? <laughs> Jesus Christ! Okay. Can you just cut that out? I I that was honest to God, just a slip of my I know mouth. We're like, talking oh, to people okay. in Florida, but we're I'm, not in Florida. I'm not going to cut that out. We get so much shit for being but all no, the bad can, things, and you're right. a little angel over there. <laughs> on this, the okay. day for the earth, the on day, earth, day of the earth, you're gonna fucking say. Okay, beaner? first of all. <laughs> It's called Venus. Making that word association isn't that far off. And I never use that word in a derogatory sense. Oh, yeah, sure. Right. Beaner is just five letters off from the N-word. Bev, are you going to say that? Too? Yeah. If you keep... Five letters. And let's not talk about JP's shirt, because no. that'll be a whole other five minutes. Right, right. yeah. This yeah. one isn't racist. Uh, no, the new, our new game is, is JP's shirt racist. <laughs> racist. Right. I'm sorry. I... Apologize. And then the last one is the IPA. Moving on, the last one. <laughs> All right, IPA. Uh, okay. Sorry, boys. Sorry. I just killed myself. Uh, yeah. Okay. Tell us about the Bean Coffee Blonde, please. Okay. Well, that's our. When rolling back the uh, tape a little bit, uh, that was our first cease and desist because that one was originally called Bean Flicker. Uh, What? (laughs) See? I loved it. Sorry. I love it. If there was one possible thing that could be said that was worse than what I said. Wait, wait, wait. But you got... Wait, you you guys don't have to TTB in-house, do you? 
No. no so no. you can just call beer whatever the fuck you want. But yeah, well, it, it was outside day. Uh, outside ales actually gave us the uh, cease and desist on bean flicker because so. they are um, somebody else already had a bean flicker. Apparently oh, yeah. so. And oh my still, god! Still Great minds. Today, yeah. yeah, it was Donald Trump's beer. Oh, and still producing it. You said flick wow. them over the wall. I don't get it. <laughs> Just flick them back. Wow. Yeah. So, so we 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 reeled it back. You know, way 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 back. Obviously, by calling it just the bean because. Mm-hmm. Well, Urban Dictionary that and have fun with it yeah. wherever it goes. That is a uh, it's a coconut coffee blonde ale. Okay. So I just, there is coconut in this one. Yeah, thank God, because I was <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. also that. Uh-huh, crazy. Yeah. My, Come on. My, my wife is the biggest beach bum, Jimmy Buffett. Um, you know, if the world ended tomorrow and the atomic bomb was going to land on the beach, she'd say, hell with it, I'm, like, I'm going to the beach anyway. Yeah. Um, she, that's the type of person she is. Happily married. Uh, she challenged me to make the ultimate beach beer. So, it's a pretty damn good beach uh, beer, because because of yeah. of the of the stupid suntan lotion, suntan lotion yeah. stuff. Oh my god! <laughs> What's the specific tropical tropa copper tone. copper tone? Thank you. Or Hawaiian tropics? Yeah. It's Hawaiian. Oh, tropic. it's Hawaiian tropic. That's the one I'm thinking. Um, wow, it tastes like a really good version of Hawaiian tropic. I want to drink suntan lotion. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> yeah. How yeah. much suntan lotion have you drank, Justin? Kids <laughs> at home, go raid your parents' <laughs> beach bag. I am from Florida, after all. Right. Yeah. That, that, is, that is sit under a tiki hut, watch the sunset, mm. watch the waves come in, drink a beer. Mm. Do you have this, Bevo? How come you don't pour yourself some when we do this? You should try this beer. Because I only give to other people. I don't give I mean, so. exactly. You're the opposite uh-huh. of tan, so I'm certain you've never used Hawaiian Tropic that's before. How I knew what he was, that's how I knew Coppertone yeah. wasn't the right thing, because that's what I use. <laughs> the only thing she used is Hawaiian Punch, and that doesn't really that set beer properly. Too, actually, is, is not making it taste like suntan lotion. Right. 100% yeah. honest. It really doesn't. I mean, it's, it's very good. Well, it's very good. I, it's actually a good point, because, in fact, I had one recently. If a beer is too perfumey... Yes. And that can come from a, a variety oh of things. Oh, my God, yeah. Like, even hops, right? If yeah, it's yeah. too perfumey, yeah. like, you start to choke on it. So, Justin, you make a good point that it you wanted to get that characteristic in there, but, God, you almost choke on perfume, right? And there, there's been times where we've, you know, we've been, like, adding the coconut in there and just from, like, let's hold back and see how this goes and maybe add more in secondary if okay. we need some. I mean... It's just was. It's one of those. If you go over, there's no no real saving it because it's just that strong. I yeah. see. And you know, it's you, you're listening to your customer base. So you know, you have some customers go, "I want more coffee in it," and you got other customers going, "I want more coconut." So you know, you try to play it, um, you know, and find that balance. And that balance is a hard one with that beer. It, it's interesting how the coffee plays in it in general because it's you know that it's there. Yeah. But it almost takes on a different characteristic because of the coconut and the blonde. I don't know what. Yeah, on, on the menu, I would be kind of skeptical about them working together. Yeah. But I yes. am enjoying it in yeah. this beer. Yeah, imagine if and someone... Actually went... Oh, go ahead, sorry. I was going to say, what's crazy with that beer is it's, um, it's stout flavors in a beer that is yellow as can be. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Imagine someone brings this to you as a concept. Like, no, that's not going to, yeah. no, I'm not, no, I can't, no. 
Yeah, I like that works. Yeah, it does, and I like the sneakiness of stout flavors in a in a light beer, and mm-hmm. I think that's kind of a it's a new school way to do these things too. People are a lot of people are enjoying that. Um, okay, this is a great with beer. The, Go ahead. Oh, uh, so with that beer, um, and the reason why it's the the coconuts are uh, not the coconuts. Sorry, the coffee is so like subtle in it. Um, we actually went with a local roaster here in town, and we sat down for you know a whole day and tried different coffees and we actually went with one where it was like really chocolatey roasty hmm. but it wasn't such a heavy roast that it was like almost kind of it it glared your tongue a little bit and the coffee was too forward we uh we specifically went to certain roast that just it was like okay you get those chocolate notes but they're almost they hide behind whatever flavors on top of it too yeah i like that and i actually love me a good coffee beer too but this is just a nice change um and again, just not being too perfumed. It was just kind of that almond joy meets, yeah. uh, because we wanted a, a coffee that had a whole lot of chocolate. So it was kind of like that almond joy uh, meets a Blondale. Okay. All right. And then I'm just going to keep right on going because the beer next to us, uh, we, what's it called again, Bevo? Uh, the, the, uh, the, 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 no, you, uh, no, it's the, the, it's the, the, no, Venus. thank you. The, oh. the Venus, um, the dirty Irishman. No, that's not <laughs> <it>. something. <laughs> yeah. Else. Yeah. Um, this one, do, am I reading my notes right? This is an Imperial version of the same beer. Uh, okay. aged, aged in rum barrels because once oh, again right. you go with yeah. that uh, coconut and what goes better with coconut uh, with alcohol uh, rum rum so that's uh, <laughs> so it's kind of like a Malibu beer wait before we d- really dive into the beer are we doing this right? Um, we're going from the blonde to the the Venus is the imperial version of the what we just had. Right, yes, but aged it. in rum. Yeah. Right. And then before we get into the flavor, although you guys should taste and be ready to talk, uh, why is the Brewing Network's name on the label? Is, was this just a bottle you sent to us? They're making a lot of money off of yeah. it. Because yeah. um, so, uh, third season uh, uh, yeah. yeah. we uh, Starting out, <clears throat> we created a founders club. It was the Royal Swan Society. Um, so what we did was, um, you know, we, we charged a certain amount. Yeah. Uh, those people get a free beer every day for the uh, every day for the rest of their life. Wow. Um, they get a bottle with their name on the uh, the wall. Oh, cool. And then every year we fill uh, beer just for them and nobody else. And uh, this is one of the beers that went out for those guys. Oh, and you gave and us ours with our name on it. you guys that as well. You know what? I throw away every bottle we get. I'm keeping this one, Crotchrot. I like it. Christian, sorry. Hell yeah. Beaner, I don't yeah, know. Christ, but, uh, just Christ for short. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You're keeping the Beaner bottle? <laughs> I, <don't know>. I <laughs> can't. Okay. So, I'm gonna, now I'm going to have to do some editing. God <laughs> damn it. <laughs> no, it's all good. <laughs> all right. JP? Yeah. I tasted it. Well, even before that, I've just no. I, no you, that's great. But I'm just giving you the. I'll I know, throw it back up. I don't care. I yeah. know you're Mr. Tiki Bar. That's right. And the aroma to me is. I mean, obviously, I'm just smelling some rum too. But but there's there's more in there. Like I'm getting fruit in the aroma. Like it's yeah, a yeah. cocktail. Yeah, yeah. Did did you could tell me that you tried to make a uh, a cocktail out of this, and mm-hmm. I would be like, yeah, that smells like a tiki drink for yeah. sure. It's, uh, there's a kind of tropical, darker kind of fruit flavors coming th- or aromas coming through. Mm-hmm. The rum definitely. Uh, it carries you into a tiki drink brown uh, sugar yeah yep. yeah for sure now is it 
even like papaya, I get like a papaya guava thing coming mm. through it. And mm-hmm. I'm, I mean, I don't know if there's this fruited or not. Keep but your guava I, to yourself. I can't, I can't, I can't do it. Go there's ahead. A lot of fruit in it, but um, the, the primary, primary hop we actually use in the base beer itself is actually citra. So you'll probably get some of those like citra tropical notes coming through on that. Citra as well. with rum. Huh. Mm. And yeah, to me, it, it tastes tropical. And I'm trying to place like the the actual yeah. drink. But, I don't know, but I could. Well, shit, it, it, it's it's uh, Malibu. It's a Malibu beer. Like Malibu, uh, it's a Malibu rum barrel. You, know, mm-hmm. you know, you got the uh, the coconut. You got the rum. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's still coffee going on in there. We we pulled the coffee back a little bit, and you know that beer is nine and a half percenter. So it, you know it's not a baby beer. It's like a Trade Winds or maybe like a Port au Prince, which are very different cocktails. But it just it it is very it is very tiki drink. I could drink it on ice. I could definitely drink yeah. this beer on ice. I could drink it with some lice. I could <laughs> drink it like I could drink yeah, it very the, nice. I could drink it with a grouse. Definitely came through on it stronger than we expected to. Uh, so when we got the, the Jamaican rum barrels that we actually aged it in, um, we were expecting them to be normal, like just you know Good. regular rum barrels. Well, we didn't realize that they were uncut spirit barrels until we got them. Oh. Uh, yeah, so that's why the aroma is very, very boozy. Yeah. Um, this has actually been aged out a little bit, too, to kind of mellow out that uh, rum aroma. But we figured it was at its, you know, potential point to be at its, like, best flavor and everything. The uh, the rum just plays so well with that coconut on the flavor. Um, like I said the aroma is a little, little strong still for me on the, the rum, but personally, the flavor is right where it needs to be. It's this is one of those beers. I, I hope you take this as a compliment. But we've always said on here when people say, like, uh, I don't like beer. I don't like beer. Mm-hmm. And we always kind of say, there's a beer for somebody. This is one of those beers that you bust out at oh, one yeah, of those yeah. dinners. Yeah. And, this, and it's in a, if you're in the Founders Club, it's one of those yeah. bottles that, that someone goes, ah, you know, they've got a cocktail in their hand or whatever. I, don't, I never like beer. I've never liked a beer. And you pour them this, and they go... That's not a beer. That's, it's like beer. Yeah, exactly. You know, and you prove to them, yeah. like, actually, that's what beer can be. Beer can be anything. It can be all of these things. You can even tell them, you don't even have to say that this is a beer. That's how not like a beer it tastes. Right. But in a good oh, way. See, yeah. you want to fool them. You're a, you're I'm, a tricky, I'm a tricky guy. Sneaky. Yeah. But, you know, not like like we talk about where this doesn't taste like a beer. It tastes like a fucking milkshake. Like, not like it's that. It's not like that. It still no, tastes no. like a beer. It, yeah. yeah, but but if you didn't know it was a beer, it's like... Like we say about sour beer, right? You should tell people yeah. that it's a, a sour like right. thing. Don't say, "Oh, you don't right. like beer? Try this," because yeah. you're going to fuck them all up. You're going to yeah. rewire their brain, yeah, right? They're but, like, wait, what? Yeah, like this yeah. is not a now. This is a beer. Now I really hate beer, but this is something <laughs> totally different. Where I think you could give them without saying anything. And then go, by the way, you like beer. You like beer now, and then yeah. you punch them. <laughs> so you I wanna, go, you're welcome. Face. I want to try this on ice, but take it one step further and blend it. Like I want it to be a slushy like a drink. Daiquiri? <laughs> yes. Even okay. further. Dude. You, you know what our you, you know what our servers do is they actually um, they'll take like either the bean um, and there is some beanness and they'll mix it with a pineapple cider and then it comes becomes a full on pina colada. A full on beer cocktail. Yeah. You give this to them and yep. you go you go oh yeah I heard you don't like beer. Uh, well this isn't a beer. Psych. It totally is. Oh. I'll tell you what I've never had a yep. beer cocktail that I like and yeah. that sounds fantastic. That's really good. <laughs> yeah. And I, and I I just had it again. I'm thinking about that right now. Yeah. Because um, power suggestion, 
Maybe I'm a little drunk. I don't know. But <laughs> that's that first ten percent. I, I, I get some uh, uh, some pineapple residual. Yeah, uh, yeah. That sounds. Deli- we gotta. Let's, can we go there, please? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Can we go to Lakeland, Florida. Are you sure you want to go there? Yeah. You guys, are, you guys are always welcome, and you always have an open tab here. All right. Thank well, we you. will send you the invoice to fly us out there. <laughs> no, I'm getting in the RV tonight. Actually. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Right. Be there in two yeah, months. How, I how, feel like Crotchrot's the only guy who can just park the RV on his front lawn. <laughs> And he'll understand. Yeah. Well, next to the other one, right? Yeah. Next to the sixty-eight, you have to find a spot. Yeah, to the sixty-eight Hornet <laughs> with no wheels. <laughs> yeah, for yeah. sure. Uh, the the color on this is so much darker. Was the barrel half full of rum when you filled it up with beer? No, uh, we 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 drained it, and that was uh, special treasures that we found. It was uh, uncut rum that was in those barrels, and. Uh, so we, we, we did a good sniff test uh, when we dumped those barrels out. Uh, n- the color actually came, I think, from the char. Um, what happens is uh, whiskey barrels become rum barrels. So uh, whiskey companies sell their barrels to rum companies, and then rum companies, uh, you know, do what they do, and then they move the barrels along. So we bought it from a rum company. Um so what you have is still, I think, some of that char from the whiskey company. Um, and I think they were bean barrels before. Mm. Bean yeah, barrels. Bevo. Uh, yeah. Bean. Right. Jim Bean. Yeah, Jim Bean. Yeah, the, when we dumped the rum out of them, it was actually, it, it was a Jamaican dark rum uh, to begin with. But the, the stuff that came out was, I mean... It was black as could be. It was uh, oh, wow. just that char on there and everything. And there, there were pretty old barrels as well from uh, the aging of the whiskey. And um, from then, they put the rum in there and aged them for however long they did. But we actually found a stamp on one of the barrels, and it was like 92 was when the whiskey was initially first put in there. So they had quite a bit of age on them as well. Did you guys taste the shit that came out? Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> I know you did. It didn't was, you? Uh, it was pretty strong. It'll put some hair on your chest. Really? Did it have any redeeming qualities at all, or is it just like, no, that's why they, they left it here? It oh, really? absolutely beautiful. Really? Okay. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. It was beautiful. Interesting. Did you filter out the, the charcoal or just drink it? Yeah, we, we ran it. We actually ran it through coffee filters because I'm like, we're not letting this go to waste. And uh, I actually uh, uh, threw it on an alchemeter. That's how I know it was about 125 proof. Wow. Mm. Okay. Okay. Do you guys have a lab? But yeah, we, we in your brewery? <laughs> no, no, we don't. You know, okay. There's alchemeters in the in the john. <laughs> <laughs> That's how he starts yeah, his car. Much. Yeah, <laughs> it's like a flow meter, but you have to pee through the alchemeter. <laughs> right, and the thing doesn't yeah, no, flush. No, I'm doing I'm, do, I'm doing the old uh, TL, uh, what is it uh, TLC moonshiner show. You know, I'm I'm just shaking the jar and counting right. and counting how long it takes for the bubbles to go out. <laughs> That's the alchemeter. <laughs> We're good. You see, yeah. wait, Christian, just to just to so that I'm clear, you're really from like Florbama, right? Like you're up from the panhandle <laughs> you're not at the bottom i mean i'm not saying where lakeland is i'm talking about where you're from what from is this, england <laughs> you're not a northerner are you from tampa yeah but yeah tampa okay same difference okay <laughs> With the lightning. yeah i'm just checking you yeah, there is a difference 
I heard yeah. there's a bar on the border of Florida and Alabama called Floribama. And I've, I, I've driven past it. I didn't go to it. I went how to the dare you? What? Because I was like, it. yeah, I'm good. No, how dare you? Christian, now, you know what? <laughs> if I come visit you, that's when, where we're going. Let's also. go. Yeah. We have to, we're going to do yeah, this together. It, yeah, yeah. Well, you know what? If uh, I come visit you, we're going to some place in San Diego because it's about the same drive. I see. <laughs> okay, deal. Yeah. <laughs> and well, you know what? We'll go to the bar and we'll be with our sister and we'll be on the Florida side and be like, she's my sister. And we'll jump across. She's my wife. Mm-hmm. Jump across. She's my sister. Jump across. She's my wife. Exactly. You never know. All right, that's two groups at least today. I feel we're back to our old. Yeah. Uh, see, Christian, Let's go, you, still you, got it. You come on the show once, and we're back to our old tricks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you guys want to try the IPA? Yeah. Uh, no, well, I, know, I mean, I guess I have to, right? Tell us about your IPA, which is called Straight Out of Lakeland. Outta. Straight Out of Lakeland. By the way, um, you, you know, I, I'm I'm about over the uh, haze craze uh, already. This is a throw to the true West Coast uh, style IPA. Okay. Uh, it's Lagunitas meets, um, even though it's East Coast, uh, Bell's Too Hearted. It's, oh, too hard. Uh, Great beer. It's Big Centennial. Traditional. Big Centennial Bob. West Coast IPA from Michigan. Bell. Yeah. Traditional West Coast IPA. Lagunitas meets Midwest. It's his Floribama beer. Is this yeah. straddling the fence? Well, it is. It, it truly is. It uh, you know, so you get the big centennial bomb, but yep. it's clear as a bell, yep. uh, which I can't say uh, bells does. Um, so you know, it's it's kind of marries those two flavors together, but it still really, I, I think, front forward carries the uh, the West Coast spirit. Yeah, ab- oh, yeah, absolutely, man. Yeah. Uh, it really. Did. What else is in there? Centennial and what? Uh, Centennial Cascade. Um, We use Magnum as a uh, bittering hop. Nice. What's the malt bill? It's pretty dark. It is dark, but it doesn't taste Uh, sweet. Mm -mm. Yeah, so uh, the malt bill is uh, Munich, uh, Pale Malt Munich, uh, Crystal 40, Crystal 50 for that kind of blend so we meet in uh it's blended out to about a you know 45 blend but we we find some characteristics in the 40 and a 50 that we liked and uh we actually liked it better than actually buying a 45 hmm. i think that christian's description between like a, a a super west coast ipa and bell's two hearted is a great description good. yeah it kind of falls right in right in the so middle bad. of that um yeah, this is a good beer. We're having somebody uh, brew a beer. It's going to be an IPA for our Hop Grenade fifth anniversary here. And they were asking me what hops to use today, and I don't know shit. <laughs> but the hop character in this beer is what I was describing. Uh, although they were talking, so they were talking about using some Amarillo and then some New School hops, and I was like, okay, love me some Amarillo. Yeah, of course. I think New New School hops sound exciting, but I'm I'm not into all the fruity ones unless there's like a a little bit of blueberry and a bunch of earthy. Okay. And this, yeah. I think, has that super nice, earthy, minimal fruity, like the sea hops have, yeah. um, characteristic to it. I love it. Yeah, you get good quality Centennial, and it could basically be a single hop. Okay. Beer. Oh, yeah. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. This is nice. Yeah. Is this just like uh, uh, 001 type of yeast? Chico yeast? 
Uh, actually, it's 05. It's 05, and we ferment it out nice and cool, so it just you know, it takes its time, nice and clean fermentation. Um, How cool are we talking? Just get, you know, yeah, what temp? What temp is cool? Oh, uh, like 64-ish. Okay. Well, that's pretty on the cool side. Why 005? What do you guys like about that? Well, one, it's a cost-saving thing. Uh, we can get the safe ale bricks of 05, uh, at, you know, out of safe ale for about $52 a brick. I see. That's enough to pitch 10 barrels. Got it. Are you pitching uh, new yeast every time, or are you reusing yeast? Uh, we reuse. Uh, it, it depends, but more often than not, we're, uh, re- we're reusing. So, really, it's... After about, you know, three gens or, or four gens, you know, we, what, what's our actual pitch cost? We're down to $10 versus, you know, other companies. I won't call them out, but, you know, uh, I, I, I like kind of the uh, $10 average. I see. Also, sure. it depends the brew schedule as well, too, depending, you know, how what we're needing for the, the tap room and everything. Uh, you know, I don't like to store yeast for X amount of time, you know, super long time, even if it is stored cold. Uh, just it's a, a feel good if, you know, say we don't need 05 for a couple of weeks. 50 bucks to throw a fresh brick on there is not really going to break the bank just to have that, you know, that reassurance that nothing happened in that time where it was stored or anything like that. I got you. And do you guys filter this beer? Because it is super clear. Um, actually, uh, no, we don't filter at all. Uh, we do a lot of cold crashing, and uh, we use uh, gelatin. Oh, you do? Okay. Mm. A little bit of finding of gelatin, yeah. And the, yeah. the yeast obviously yeah, flocks well, too, then. Filters in the but, the but, yeah, there's no centrifuge. There's no filters. Mm-hmm. Uh, we just use... Uh, you know, time, cold, and gelatin. Mm-hmm. Sounds like you've been listening to the Brewing Network for 14 years. It, it, it almost sounds like it. <laughs> but in fact, it's been eight because I took a break for a little bit. <laughs> Yeah, that's right. <laughs> uh, well, the beers are all wonderful. They're yeah. so good. Uh, especially the, what's it called again, Pete? <laughs> the... the um, the, the, she's now she's got fire in her eyes now. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> she's done with that. Hey, joke. I, Accidentally I, say a racial slur one time. <laughs> Accidentally, I, I've got a little. I, I've got to uh, give a little story about my time uh, when I was out there with you guys. Uh oh, here we go. Twenty twelve. Twenty twelve. Here we go. Okay. Crotch is drunk. You can hear it. Mm. Yeah. You can hear it. Yep. Yeah. 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 Coming Rare barrel. Out. We had both. one. Um, McDole. Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. Good old tasty. McDole, McDole uh, we weren't ready to call it a night. And uh, because we had way, all of us had way too much fun at the uh, Rare Barrel. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I'm in town. I'm on a beercation. McDole's like, you know what? I'm going to show you the town. I'm like, okay, let's, wow. let's roll with this. I got to make it to the BART by midnight, though, because that's when they cut off. <laughs> right. And uh, anyhow... McDole's like, no, I got you. OMG. <laughs> McDole showed me the best time yeah, ever yeah. in California. Oh, man. Um, my love for McDole uh, extends, I can't tell you how deep. Yeah. 
so, you know, my prayers are with him. Uh, you know, and I was telling him, because we were partying, we were going to all his favorite places, and I'm like, you know, if you don't get me back to that BART by midnight, uh, you're driving me back to Chinatown. And he's like, no, I'm not. Yeah. And I'm going, yes, you are, fucker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is yeah. happening. But and, he got uh, you to BART, he, didn't he? he? Yeah, we 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 had a uh, great time. He actually got me back to the bar in time. Yeah. Uh, I don't know how I made my way back to Chinatown <laughs> from the bar, yeah. but McDole showed me an amazing time, and so I, you know, I I love him and I give him my biggest prayers. Uh, thank you for saying that. He is a lovely man, but he also, as you say, he's the host of hosts. If he if he takes you out drinking, uh, more so because he knows all the places to go to and everybody at all the places. And and, uh, yeah, I can't keep up, actually. So uh, I'm glad he showed you that experience. He's a good guy to hang out yeah. with, for sure. Yeah, uh, w- w- wonderful man. Uh, and you guys showed me a great time, too. So, you know, uh, you know, I-, I give my love. I give my prayers. All right, brother. Thank you for That's saying good. that. Uh, very nice of you. Um, yeah, all right. Well, next time you come back here, we'll we'll have some more parties. And sounds like uh, JP wants to go out there and drink some tropical I beers. I like Florida. Why not? Yeah. I mean, you're, just barely, yeah. Out there. you're barely How allowed to that? come to Concord I'm, for the yeah, show. I know. Now. <laughs> uh, so. <laughs> How close are you there? to Disney World? All right, guys. Yeah, uh, lo- lo- love you guys. Well, hey love you too, guys, bud. to all of you, uh, Dan, uh, Justin, and of course Christian. Thanks for being on the program. Thanks for sending us all this wonderful beer, uh, folks. You can go to uh, what is it, SwanBrewing dot com, yes, and sir. check out more about it. Independent, certified craft brewers there. And uh, guys, thank you for being on the program. I appreciate it very much. No, absolutely. Yeah, and, thank uh, you for thank- having us. Yeah, absolutely. Thank Ta- you. You're welcome. Take Back care. Crush. Uh, oh, I meant to congratulate him on his uh, holiday. What's his holiday? Easter. We just had a Christian holiday yesterday. Um, that's pretty cool. I mean, the guy's a fucking holiday. I mean, he has to so, share it with yeah. so many, though. Oh, that's true. He but that's, doesn't even he's care a giver anymore. like that. So. He is a giver. Yeah. He's always been a giver. It's true. His crotch is still rotting, though, even though he's risen. I think it's off. Guys. Oh, it rotted <laughs> off? Yeah, I think it's off. Uh, oh. yeah, yes, Bevo? Yes? <laughs> he's a kid doll. Uh, is that enough? Right. Oh, okay. All right. Is that enough already? <laughs> uh, I mean, like, it's his fault he gave us, like, 10% beer. Yeah, what a dickhead. Uh, I'm the one who chose to have it in the beginning, but whatever. Uh, I am actually, I'm, I'm actually a little lightheaded from like I'm, I'm actually feeling the the beer, dude. Let's go. Oh. You like this last one though, don't you? Um, the, the tropical whatever, the, the, the middle one, the Venus. Yeah, Is that sure. the rum one? Yeah, yeah. The yeah, yeah, yeah. I like it. I think it's pretty good, man. Ooh. Yeah. If I look, if I was there in the tap room and I, you know, had a, a, a place to stay that I didn't have to rely on somebody I didn't know to take me there, You'd have I would totally have more than uh, one. Yeah. And I'm just, I, I don't, you know, I'll drink a tropical cocktail. Yeah. I don't hate them or anything. I just, all that sugar, I don't like sure. very much. Mm-hmm. So I'd rather have that that tastes, that's what I was saying. Yeah, just yeah. put this on ice and a straw and I'm happy. And you're good. With that. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah the good. tropical drinks can be, can be difficult like that. If you're it's pussy, sugar. But yeah, yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> yeah, that's it. uh, but you know, there's a lot of clean ones and this t- Plus does I always taste want like, eight. that's right. This does taste like one of the cleaner mm. kind of tropical drinks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, uh, kind of the new, the new tiki kind of revival is more focused on those cleaner, less sugary, more balanced with citrus kind of stuff. Oh, is that what's yeah. happening? Yeah. That's what this is. It's yeah, not yeah. just kitchen sink anymore. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Like con tiki in Oakland? <laughs> Perfect. Mm-hmm. Great food. I've been there. Um, like really like, like quote unquote gastropub food. Like okay. really good mm-hmm. food. Clean drinks like this. Good beer selection. Nice yeah. people. Yeah. 
That's what you would taste there. Soon to be sponsor. Oh, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> yeah. Now. Now, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, if you're looking to make recipes like uh, the boys over at Swan or anybody else, go to Beersmith.com and get your free 21-day trial of the Beersmith Brewing Software. Uh, you don't have to take our word for it. And you know we've been talking about it for years because it's that damn good. Whoa. And I believe that they're on their third version. Yeah, Beersmith 3 is out now, which has uh, support for everything on the planet, I think. And actually, I think it used to have support for everything on the planet, and now it has everything in the universe. That's right. Mars is included for sure. For example, it literally has boil adjustments for high altitude brewing. Hell yeah. So I feel like it's there. he's getting closer to space with every version. Closer to God. That's what the next one's going to be. It's even got a streamlined interface that hides unneeded data when oh, you're shit. brewing. I love that. Keep it all clean and nice. Completely revised databases, including new hops, malts, fruits, juices, honey, and a style guide for mead, wine, and cider. Go to Beersmith.com and check it out. Get your free 21-day trial. Do it. All right. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we have lots to do. I'm sure of it. Hang in there. It's the session. (laughs) Since 1979, Williams Brewing has offered the finest equipment and freshest ingredients and the best customer service in the business. Check out their brand new patent pending mash and boil 110 volt electric mashing and boiling unit. This compact all stainless unit lets you mash, sparge, and boil just about anywhere that has a 110 volt plug. Double wall construction adds to efficiency and safety and a precise thermostat keeps temperatures where you want them. Unlike insulated buckets and converted coolers, multiple temperature rest mashing is easy to do. All for under 300 bucks. They also feature the Mark II Work Pump, a magnetic drive high temperature pump that does the work of pumps that cost twice as much. As well as exclusive Brewer's Edge regulators and quality Keg King kegs and disconnects. Check them out today at williamsbrewing.com to bruise their vast selection. This is Corey King from Side Project Brewing, and you're listening to the session on the Brewing Network. Yeah, thanks for hanging out with us. Thanks to our guest, Swan Brewing. And thanks to our wonderful sponsor, Great Fermentations. Go to greatfermentations.com, who offers specialized grain ordering now. Order any grain in less than one pound increments. Perfect for specialty malts. You can also uh, you can ask to combine or keep grains separate. And even tell them to crush the grain if you want. Check them out at greatfermentations.com. As always, Great Fermentations provides top-notch customer service and same-day shipping on so many items. Go to greatfermentations.com. Yeah. It's a good song. (laughs) It is? I like it. I haven't heard some metal. Who is it? I don't know if that's Taylor's band or if it's just one of those... I don't think that's Taylor's No. It's probably some royalty-free music thing. We're on a royalty-free music hit because... Royalty free. It's free. It's in the name. You don't have to explain it. Say no more, brother. I was wondering if that was going to be free. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. No, that, that... Sounds like a band, like a like a. <laughs> That's what I thought. That's why like, I, a, like a ninety, like mm. a mid late nineties, like Soundgarden kind of a deal. Well, but that, yeah. that that's not that's not who usually shows up on the royalty free music sites. Right, that's right, why right. I was thinking it might be someone we know or them or I don't know. What. Take a pause, track it down right now. Let's figure, go. I don't know. I don't know <laughs> um, all right. Uh, what do you got, buddy? Twitter game. All right. Yeah. Are you ready for Twitter game? I'm ready. Are you Despite ready? Despite your guys' skepticism, uh, this was a very... It, it was more of an objection. Was it a success? Right. Here's what's... Okay. I'm sure he's talking about the game. And I'm certain that Beardy, at some point in the next uh, several days or weeks, will enter a report 
that shows the six <laughs> that shows the it'll be a graph uh, sure. uh, uh-huh. you know yeah. of yes. of your games versus his right it, but he'll take the median versus or take the average versus the median and the numbers will be off and <laughs> right. just, you know, whatever makes me look better that's right yeah, yeah. uh yes it was it successful beardy yes okay quite successful okay. i had lots of whittling to do yeah. to get to just down to a few I just like see. an old man alone yep. in the country somewhere <laughs> old bearded man whittling in the corner whittling in right. the corner uh, yes. I hope I live long enough to do that with you, Beardy. It's <laughs> I, clearly you, not going to happen. He didn't say diddling. He said whittling. <laughs> oh, oh, never mind. You'll be the one making sure I don't cut off one of my fingers. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. What was the game again, Beardy? It was, uh, since uh, so much don't vitamins... Don't talk about the eggs and everything. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's, it, the twit. The twit was, um, Good they one. put uh, vitamins in the water, they uh, put hormones in the meat. Uh-huh. What are they putting in their beer? Okay. Something like that. All right. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. Who knows? Um, let's see. Carl says, the flavors that taste like flavors by adding flavors resembling flavors. So me. And fucking talking glitter. About, talking about beer. Okay. Yeah. Flavors, 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 glitter. Got it. Uh, the Brewer of Seville says, in Chechnya, the only thing to add to beer is Chechnyan tears. <laughs> Okay, should we ask Beard to do his accent again? Yeah, that was uh, Hervé Valachez, but that's okay. <laughs> tears. Is that tears. What it was? Tears. Yeah, Chechnyan tears. Yeah. Okay, got it. Uh, Nelson says... In Chechnya... Oh, yours is so much better. In Chechnya, we carbonate our tears, so we have something else to drink. <laughs> we cannot import tears because tears are too expensive and hard to say with accent. In Chechnya, since there is no disease control, we must drink our tears. <laughs> that's, that's right. I don't know how that makes sense. I don't know. Go Your ahead. guys' accents are so much better. I know. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. It's a very nice thing you said to it. <laughs> uh, Nelson says, unplanned pregnancies and other bad decisions. <laughs> That's what they put in our... I don't... In okay. the beer? Un- unplanned I don't know why I'm writing this down. So we're, but... we're drinking uh, in embryos? In every pregnancy is unplanned. <laughs> why would we bring people into this world? <laughs> I think maybe that's just what he gets when he drinks beers, and so he's assuming they're oh. adding it to the beer. Okay, that makes it a little more um, socially acceptable to say. <laughs> yeah, but it's the convoluted. Right. Yeah. It's, well, it's, it's, it's what he's... Okay, it's what's happening to him when he's drinking. Yeah. Okay, go on. Okay, got it. Uh, some guy named Terrence the Black says, mm-hmm. small amounts of semen. Hashtag truly hazy IPA. Oh, Gross. It's a very Terrence thing to say, but yeah, right. <laughs> that was it's gross. Like, Terrence is like he's he's funny, but he's it's very clinical. It's, so instead of like very direct, like yeah, there yeah. was another way to make that joke, but yeah. instead he's like small amounts of semen, yeah. you know, <laughs> jism, <laughs> because that's what makes it cloudy. Get it? <laughs> you get it? Yeah. Uh, okay, got it. It was just pretty raunchy for a Terrence the Black joke, so. right? That's true. Uh, let's see, uh, Brew Java, or no, mm. Brew Javs, sorry. <laughs> I don't have it zoomed in far enough. Well, well. Bevo? <laughs> <laughs> uh, promises, hopes, and dreams, but soon they'll go down the drain, just like Beardy's eyesight. <laughs> mm. 
I mean, that didn't take long. I thought you whittled yeah, this down. Yeah, I was just going to say, yeah. is um, this pre or post whittling? I'm not going to write that one. Yeah, down. that's yeah. fine. The, the, there's one more that's really worthwhile. Okay. Um, yeah, here we go. You want to take a bet? <laughs> Look at my, by the way, my, I just want to hang on. Let me read my notes so far. Yeah, okay. Because okay. this, is, this is my own shorthand. Yeah, here we go. Number one, flavors dash glitter. Okay. Number two, tears. Mm-hmm. Number three, unplanned preg. Okay. <laughs> Number four, semen. <laughs> like yeah. these are, this is how I remember things. Yeah. Or it's a shopping know. list. Yeah, yeah. For, yeah. Right, yeah, yeah, for you on your way home. Yeah. 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 Uh, Gotta pick up more semen. <laughs> okay. Or, yeah. Great. Got it. Okay. Go ahead. Uh, I'm very hungry. La- last but not least. Mm, doubt it. <laughs> Jacob says, depends on the beer. In the case of West Coast IPA, it's cunning and wit. In the case of hazy IPA, it's probably more than a pitch of dick cheese. Okay. So some more semen, but then it was a West Coast, East Coast jab. Got it. I like Beardy's questions, but I don't like his answers his, as much as I like your filtration. answers. And I'm not saying yeah. I like his questions more than yours. I'm just right. saying no, that's all right. he's yeah. not failing care. at filling in while you're gone. Right, right, right. right. But his, his, his either, sorting process. You don't like sorting, his whittling. Either yeah. his whittling is not as good or the answers are not as good. I don't know which. I think I his humor is not as refined. I don't know. And so Maybe. He, he thinks certain things are funny when they're really not. But you guys then laugh <laughs> at each other like it's the funniest thing on the planet, like you have the same sense of humor. Yeah, well, his check's clear. so yeah. <laughs> And I can't also make the Twitter game and provide the answer. I'm relying on these dummies to come up with the punchline. Wow, huge burn on our listeners. Wow. Wow. Wait, are you insinuating that JP writes the answers to his? I'm not saying. I didn't even get that. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. I would love it if I could be that prolific. (laughs) JP has, like, a bunch of P.O. boxes and, like, 85 shirts that Bevo has sent over the last... And then I just return them to Bev and we just keep the cycle going. It's just been the same shirts for five years. He's doing good. He just orders orders shirts in all the sizes, and then he's like, hey, I found a box of merch right. in my house. This is smart business yeah. sense. I actually. am a Russian troll farm. I have 200 Twitter accounts. You're costing that, a shipping. But yeah, just think what he, how much shipping money he's wasting for you. And by the way, who That's am I kidding? That's the way I'm taking down the Brewing Network. One okay. shipping fee right. at a time. And who am I kidding with the P.O. boxes? Bevo is such an idiot that she will send it to the same address every fucking time. 100%. As long as it has a different name on it, she's like, wow, we have a lot of listeners in Brentwood. Yeah, I guess this guy, uh, this guy wins a lot. I don't know. I thought his Twitter name was different, but... I'm... At this point, my computer just auto-fills the right. yeah. address yeah. portion. Oh, my God. And your GPS puts in the same address when you want to go to JP's yeah. house. That's really weird. <laughs> totally weird. It is weird. None of it ever... The dots never connect. No. Why would they? Uh, that would form a picture. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That would... F- called reality. That's right. That's right. Uh, speaking of reality, Rude. don't forget about the Smart Brew Water Testing Kit there we go. from uh, iDip. That's right. Yeah, you can go to smartbrewkit.com, and this thing's amazing. It does it tests f- over 40 different uh, water quality things. God, somebody else should do this read. It's, <laughs> it's, 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 it's water so quality advanced. test, dude. You can do 40. So if you have a pool... Yeah. Or jacuzzi or whatever, you and you brew beer at home. Yeah, this is this is what you need. Oh, it can test everything: uh, total alkalinity, chloride, calcium hardness, pH, sulfate, so much more. Only requires four mil of water and no math. Yeah, you know it's good if either I can't read the read 
Because right. uh, it's more advanced than me. That's how advanced <laughs> the word it is. description of the product yeah. is more advanced. It's like right in front of me. Yeah. yeah. Um, plus, it just it does everything for you. So there's a Brewing Network special. Podcast listeners enter coupon code TBN10 TBN10 at checkout. Save ten bucks on either the standard or advanced smart brew testing kit go check it out today and and while you do thank them for being a sponsor of the program because we appreciate them and they help keep the show free to you so thanks to idip all right we didn't pick a winner um <laughs> right. I, I thought it was weird that there was a live read pause yeah i just figured i had to think about it i don't know what's your vote uh, uh recap them in your shorthand <laughs> just yeah, shorthand. flavors 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 yeah, yeah, glitter. yeah, yeah, yeah dash yeah. glitter Okay. That was pretty much the thing. Okay. Um, Chatched in tears. Okay. To make hazy. Right. Um, the unplanned pregnancy one. Okay. Which I think is more about like what happens when you drink, not what right, right, what, not right. what they're putting in the beer. Yeah, yeah. Um, which aligns with the next one, which is semen. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> All right. <laughs> to make the beer. That's amazing. how you get unplanned pregnancy. They're, they're yeah, busy. when I drink a lot of beer, I see a lot of men, and that's pretty cool. <laughs> the more beer I drink, the less semen I see, in my, in my <laughs> case. Well, you turn off the black lights. <laughs> that's because your glass is getting emptier. <laughs> I see. I was just thinking of, I should yeah. fall asleep or whiskey day. <laughs> that's right. Uh, I don't, yeah, I don't, you know, it's a four-way tie in my, uh, <laughs> Wow, that's how let, good my Twitter question was. Let, let, let Warren, <laughs> what, Warren, what would you have written? Yeah, what is your, oh, wait, you want his response? Or yeah, what yeah, you yeah, vote because for? he was saying that he can't do everything. I so. haven't thought about it. Interesting. He didn't so have So who to. would you choose? <laughs> <laughs> who would you choose? Uh, let's see. And by the way, if you choose Terrence, we save money. I was actually just going to say think, the same thing. <laughs> because we know he's okay ha- with not But I'm not either. trying to sway the This vote. has happened recently where Terrence won, but then we also had to pick a, a real winner to send something to. It, it, right, because yeah. I like to be fair sometimes. Yeah, okay. But yeah. not tonight. Nah. Not tonight? <laughs> no. Um, we I, do have some merch to get rid of, though. Okay. Um, I would probably say... The flavors, 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 glitter. I think that's who I would vote for, too. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I felt like he was also kind of, I think he was making fun of me a little bit, which is nice, because I'm like, oh, the flavors, whatever the fuck. So nice. And then threw in glitter for good measure. Yeah, to be different. I All right. That's our winner. Way to go, Carl. Carl. You did there it. you go, Carl. With a K or a C? Oh, K, bro. No, I'm not going to applaud. All C's yeah. only, dude. Oh. Yeah. All about that C? Yeah. Good job, Carl. Yeah, Carl. Change your name, dude. I'll fucking clap for you. Carl Larson. You guys. Uh, don't forget about the Branding Brews podcast. If you need some marketing help, everything marketing over at brandingbrews.com. Also, Ryan over there does a good job uh, helping us out with some graphic design, too. He does really killer stuff for us uh, with our logos and you name it. Go to brandingbrews.com and check it out. What about instead of Branding Brews, it was Brandon Brews, and it was just a guy who brewed here. <laughs> his name Brandon. was Steve. Yeah. I feel like I want to look that up right now because I hope it exists and I hope it's just some asshole <laughs> like, with a MySpace yeah, page. Like a looking, right? uh, like, Hi, I'm Brandon. I brew see. beer. <laughs> He's been dead for like 10 years, but Brandon Brews. <laughs> oh. oh, listeners. You might want to buy this so you can sell it to somebody, oh, JP. Uh, BrandonBrews.com is available. <laughs> it says server IP address could not be found. Oh, that means it's available? Who the fuck didn't buy Brandon Brews yet? <laughs> you know? 
It's perfect. Is Justin Bruce taken? No, but Brandon uh, Warren Bruce. Let's buy all the Bruce. I guess here, you, uh, That's your Christmas gift to us. Is buy us individual <laughs> URLs, but with Bruce at the end of our name. <laughs> Don't buy that for me. I. I <laughs> Bevo Brews. Bevo Brews. Yeah. Beverly Brews. I did recently buy my own name as a domain, but I yeah, had to you put, have to do that. Well, I you didn't do it do early you? enough. I had really? to, I had to put my middle initial in. Oh, that's dumb. I it got JasonPetros.com. You did? Yeah, I was yeah. late to the game. It came up in an article I was reading the other day, and I was like, oh, that's a good idea. Yeah. Gone. What sure. are you going to do with it? Dick pics? Nothing. Well, I like I, I had in my mind. I was like, well, I'll just yeah. I don't. I don't know. Just I don't think, know either. Like links to stuff I've. Done, I'm going to sell it one day to somebody who wants it with right. my name. Yeah, and like you know hmm. whatever. Like links, like basically backlinks to the shows that I've that I'm on and the, like the ears up and sure. stuff like that. That's so, always the idea, right? And it's then never... I sort of like half asked it, and then I think there's still like default photos on there. Let me look. Ooh, there you go. Oh, shit. what are the default photos? <laughs> no, no middle initial. Yeah, no, no, just Jason Petra. See, the Jason Petros price still available. Probably. Uh, about, oh, nice. about, about whomst. About whomst. Nice gradient. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. So you you, you like did the same gradient. thing I did. You bought it and then they offered you the free like page. Oh yeah, yeah. And you yeah. just put a, you did more than I did. Mine says coming soon. That I'm coming soon. It's <laughs> <laughs> probably not that's a, inaccurate. That's a positive outlook. Yeah. yeah and that's it. There's literally nothing there. I was like, you know, one day like, I'll just I'll fill this in. So I because I didn't want like mm. the 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 fake uh, retarded Latin that they put in there as place fillers. Oh, right. Right, so yeah. I just wrote some dumb crap and then that's it. Okay, I thought the only reason I looked is I thought you actually put like links to your shit already. But no, I haven't. Done you didn't. Either. You just did the same thing I did. You filled out the stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it does reflect your inside. You don't own yeah, yours, Beardy. Yeah. No. Let's see. It might be taken. That'd be beardytheidiot.org. <laughs> Dot handsome, actually. Yeah, like, I listened to uh, this this uh, podcast, oh. and one of the hosts, uh, he, he bought an article, uh, he bought a website called uh, Dot Biz. What is that? Nothing. I don't want to tell you about it on the air. Oh. I don't. We'll talk about it off the air. Oh, okay. shit. All right. But. Anyway, like, can you imagine, like, your uh, your name or your portal to business is Dot Biz? Like, no, no one wants that, right? It has to be Dot Com, so you buy it now. Hmm. Or dot me. Kids. What about dot me? Do you know that there's dumber. a Do you know that there's a business e-commerce solution called Bevo? <laughs> what? Bevo.com is owned. I, I expected to find some like random like parked or whatever, but no. It's the evolution of e-commerce platforms. What the oh, fuck? Did, where, where did they get the name Bevo? Is this our side job? Oh, business e-commerce evolution. Oh. Bevo. I should fucking sue them. I created that name. Yeah. I should sue them on your behalf. Call up know. John. John? You I, do you, buddy. <laughs> I should trademark that shit years ago. Trademark all your names. I own all of you. <laughs> Not mine. Owen came with JP. It doesn't mean I can't steal. If, oh, he, did, right. if he didn't trademark it. That's right, but he was first to print with it. Uh, so that might make yeah, it hard. Yeah, he could get me. He could get me. All right. Well, thanks you. Uh, thanks you. That's it. That's all I have to <laughs> thanks say. Thanks you, everybody. Yeah. Yeah. What is that? Is that Warren's Ukrainian accent? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> thanks you. Thanks you. In Chechnya, thanks you. Yeah. In Chechnya, we only thanks you. It sounds like I'm there. <laughs> you guys are doing a great job. There's no other. I will boil goat tongue for ceremony to welcome bearded man into life. Uh 
In Chechnya, we don't live long enough for beard. Yeah. Or tongue to grow. <laughs> you, you both must be gods. <laughs> he will keep country warm for whole winter. Yeah. We're told to plant tongue and more cow grow, but no one live long enough. So no one know, but we keep doing it anyway. Anyway. That is called faith. Happy Easter. <laughs> Happy Easter. Yeah. We don't call it life. Uh, we call it faith. That's right. By the way, I'm excited for Greek Easter. I'm having Greek Easter at my house, which is this Sunday. Ah. Gonna make a lot of lamb. The Greeks just have to be different. Yell right. Christos and nasty all day long. It'll be a good Christos. time. Christos. Christos nasty. What's the na- what's the nasty part? A nasty. Christos a nasty. It's not like you're saying Christos a nasty. He's a nasty. When you do it. Yeah, it's, well, it's, it was, it's my cousin's 90s rap album. I see. Christos, Christos is nasty. She's going to play that all the time, Jim. Yeah. Yeah. They're going to roll it down in the car. It's all done on a little Casio, all the beats. <laughs> That's right. And it's just about his hard dick. That's all. You could probably get that. I'm pretty sure it's royalty free. Yeah. Literally, I just did it right now. You can get it at Sam's house. Um, okay. We're done. We're done. Did it. Ah, let's take another drink before I go. There you go, baby. <clears throat> hey, thanks to Christian, Daniel, <laughs> and Justin from Swan Brewing. We appreciate you guys being on the show. Thanks for sending us beer and, and having a good time with us. Congratulations to our good old friend and our new friends on all your success. It was really fun to get to talk to you. Next week, Bear Lick Brewing is on the program. Uh, we're excited about that as well. Plus, I think we're going to be talking to Gary Glass. Oh, yeah, he's going to be on the show with us. And uh, the folks from Brewbies, the Brewbies event is coming up oh, on uh, May 4th, as a matter of fact. Nice. You can get tickets. Uh, where can you get tickets? Probably Brewbies.com, I would guess. Go to FactionBrewing.com, because I think it's held there, and you can probably look up the... Um, I'm pretty sure I'm right about that. But we'll talk to them next week and learn all about it. But that's happening May 4th. Uh, so big show next week. We'll take care of all that. Thank you, everybody. Thank you, JP. You're welcome. Thank you, Bevo, for your comedy antics tonight. <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> yeah, you're... you're uh, My unintentional yeah. comedics. Yes. Bev, Bev is now the poster child for the Proud Boys, yeah. so that's good. <laughs> yeah. Finally, we're off the hook. <laughs> yeah. you know. It was an accident. And Beardy... I don't know. You're welcome, Justin. Yeah. Okay, thank you. <laughs> Thank you to our show sponsor, More Beer. You can get absolutely everything you need to make great beer at home by going to morebeer.com. Thank you to the fellas at Swan Brewing in Lakeland, Florida, for coming on the show. And congrats to longtime listener Crotch Rot for opening such a great brewery. Learn more Christian. over at swanbrewing.com. Actually, Greek Orthodox. Merge your love of Disneyland with your lack of engaging podcast and go to earsuppodcast.com as JP, Terrence, Bebo, and Taryn talk about all things Disney. Get on Twitter for some good beer insight and homebrew info and probably a lot of arguments. Follow Nate Smith and Nathan Homebrew, Mike McDowell at Tasty McD. Warren is stuck over at another beardy. JP, no Twitter is dead, so he's on Instagram at Major Jip, and you can find Bevo there as well at Beverly M. Moore. Be sure to find the Brewing Network on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram.